What is a synonym for room that starts with a G? Gangsta. Wait, that's no. Not, uh, what? The, yeah. Oh, that's granary. Like ground. Get the, it's the grimy gamer grounds. I don't think so. It'll be fine. Hello and welcome to Gaming Together Cooperative Podcast. I'm your host Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner Nave. Each pod we play through a cooperative experience, then relay to you, the listener, this game is the criminal the crime of cop or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. Philip. Uh, what do you think happens when we die? What, do you think there's an afterlife? Yeah, see, here's how it works. Basically, our souls go up into a great keeping ground, waiting for the final Philip, day. we have a guest. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> we have one half of the Super Podcast Saga, or Super Pod Saga. Oh, shit, I fucked up. Oh, it's no. Aaron. Hello, Aaron. Hey, hey, it's good to be here after having Nave on my show five episodes in a row or whatever it was. <laughs> Yeah, I heard he was just bashing in your show whenever he wanted to. Yeah, it's it's unofficial, but me and Aaron are a thing. That's oh, true. That yep, we're a couple now, power couple. Well, when Nave's not on the show, how about you tell us a little bit about the Superpod? Yeah, so usually it's just me and Tommy. We'll take turns picking a topic every episode. It'll be, we'll talk about the GameCube one episode and then go off about our favorite uh, RPGs the next one, but... No, usually in the middle of the episode, we'll make up different goofy ads, too. Like, it'll be some of the most redundant shit ever made or just something completely fucking stupid like sentient eggs or something. And uh, and it's a good time. Yeah, we just bullshit about games, and that's Super Pot Saga. Now, nice. the thing is with, with Tommy, I don't believe he actually exists. <laughs> I don't think this is a real person because... I've never actually seen him or interacted with them, even though I was... So I think he might not like my controversial opinions about 9-11, Philip. <laughs> what, you think what you, Tommy... I don't, know, I don't know what your opinions are about 9-11. <laughs> it's come up multiple times, and we've never actually discussed our, our stance on it. Well, that, that, we'll save that for another uh, episode for the 9-11 co-op multiplayer game on Steam. I'm sure there's nice. one. There's got to be. I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> Which, we are a cooperative gaming podcast... Aaron, I don't know if you're familiar with us, but we have a notable co-op question that we ask about your notable co-op memory. Do you have a memory you would like to share with our dear co-op listeners at home? Oh, it's tough to pick just one. There's a lot of really good ones, but I guess I would say, and I know you just talked about this before you even started recording, but uh, but the original Gears of War, me and an old buddy of mine, I think maybe a couple months after Gears of War had just come out, we played the absolute piss out of that game, played through it on... The, the medium difficulty and then a hard difficulty and it's just a great experience every single time even if i've played it like fucking 60 times already i always have fun playing through the original gears it's just so fucking good i mean some of those set pieces are just insane even though it's like super early 360 i don't know like life cycle still many of these like oh, yeah. when you go underground or when you're fighting the uh oh, what's called the berserker the the lady one the berserker is that what it's called the berserker yeah yeah it's been so long and you first get to use the hammer of dawn i'm like this is incredible yeah, this is what video games dude. are and he goes berserker! <laughs> so good oh and then the uh oh my gosh and the, the brumox dude they have like those little galling turret shits installed on them and uh i forget what the fuck else the brumox has on it but those fuckers are giant just rockets for uh, for a backpack yeah, yeah rocket backpack 
Oh, right. I know so what we the berserker are. is now. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. It's a big naked one. Yeah, that runs. Yep. Yeah, and then it disrespects its surroundings. Yeah, every time they make a noise, they all have clothes except for the berserker. Even even the wretches have like little battle armor. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they don't get shot. The berserker, <laughs> the berserker is clothed like... with its own armor. It's like a turtle has clothes, technically, right? Technically, yeah. Even the brumock is like is like metal Greymon, dude. It's got the one little little booby plate right there. That's the about one it. Plate. <laughs> the one little well, booby yeah, plate. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's a. Uh... Well, never mind. <laughs> I uh, see. I thought you were going to make a Batman reference about how, like, the only part of the suit that's bulletproof is the the bat symbol in the center because that's what they always aim for. Whenever it's because it's like distracting and yellow or whatever. It's like why just, he has a yellow plate in the center. Well, really, I just jumped in the middle of that because I wanted to say a one liner and I didn't have one queued up. And I was like, hopefully, when they stop talking, I'll be able to say something. I had nothing. Damn it. The rare blank shot. Well, speaking of talking about blank. We are a gaming podcast, and let's talk about what we've been playing this week. So, Nave, what have you been playing this week? Um, I wasn't prepared for this, <laughs> even though this is what happens every single episode. Um, so <laughs> I beat two games last or last week. No Philip. way. Yeah, nice. for fucking sure. I told you I was going to beat them, so I beat Dead Space. It's fucking sick. Going back for the new game plus, absolutely. I'm already on it. Uh, I missed a side quest, so I'm a little upset about that. But I'm playing, I'm, I went back to old saves to finish that side quest. And I'm, since I'm already doing that, I might as well do the infinite money glitch and get all the power nodes and get that achievement for everything. Because whenever you go to the impossible difficulty, which is just hard mode only, you don't get to die. Because if you die, it, you have to restart. Um, you can't new game plus that, I've learned. So the hard way, I've learned that the hard way. And so... <laughs> You can't even bring the stuff anyway, so I'm gonna have to grind it out regardless. It doesn't matter. Uh, so I'm doing a I'm doing a plasma pistol only or not plasma pistol. I'm doing the plasma cutter plasma only cutter. run yeah. on normal and cheating, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and so uh, I also beat Hi-Fi Rush, which nice. man, dude, amazing. Just man, so, dude, yeah, have you have you? So you played it, Aaron? Yeah, yeah, I, I played it pretty good, but I haven't beaten it yet. I keep getting distracted, but it is good. It's good. Oh, it's it's amazing. So Hi-Fi Rush is very controversial, not because it's bad, but because people fucking suck at this game on the internet, Philip. What is <laughs> what? going on with people oh, in these rhythm games? Scorn? Is this a scorn situation where the internet's just wrong and the game is good? Yeah, or Metal Hellsinger, whatever one I recommended Metal Hellsinger to, they're like, this game is fucking really hard. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Just shoot on the beat. How hard is it? Your headphone's on. Set I don't know. Playing with like a podcast playing in the background. Dude, turns out people just don't, a lot of people just don't have rhythm. I think I'm just gifted. I because I literally, so I beat the entire game. I only have one encounter where I got to be every single thing else. Almost all of them are S's. Most, and then the rest of them are A's. And I got one B. And people are talking about, man, I got a D on the just timing. And I, I just can't get the timing down. I'm like, just fucking do it i don't understand <laughs> is this a timing thing or is it like a combo thing if it's like devil may cry because i'm dookie at devil may cry i do like the... d-rank every every fight in devil may cry <laughs> but i i win it is uh it is a it is a devil may cry type of game but since everything's on the beat it makes it so much more digestible for me at least i guess it just overcomplicates things for people who just want to mash the button as fast as possible but you can't sure, do but... that you gotta be like you gotta be like X, Y, and Y, and X, X. You know what I mean? You have to do that, but everyone attacks on the beat, so you always know when to block or dash. You always do. And so the game scores you on uh, score 
which is how much your how much like different combos you're using then the time which takes to do the combat and then the just timing which is how much you're on the beat and so you can kind of get like an a on one of them as long as you s the other two and you'll get an s but i don't know i I don't think the game's that hard so i really i played it on normal and i really should have played it on the hardest difficulty right off the gate because i'm gonna have to redo the game anyway and this is also a game that the achievements don't stack Uh. so it's a Guitar Hero 2 situation where you have to go back and beat it on easy and beat That's it on bullshit. normal and shit. Makes me very upset But, um, oh well. Um, otherwise, the game is fucking amazing. I played a little bit of uh, Age of Empires 2, which, Philip, did you see this got released on consoles? I did see that, and odds are I'm probably just going to play it on PC. No, Philip, play this on the console for a little while. Not, It's not better or anything, but it is a completely new game. I don't know if they updated the PC version to have some of the same features that the Xbox version has, but the Xbox version basically has, like, mods turned on. Like, so you can, you have at your disposal at any time, like, a bunch of different ratios that you can make your villagers do. So there's, like, the perfect ratio, which gives you, like, 10% people work on stone, 25 work on gold, 50 work on food. The, the rest work on wood, right? And, and so that saves you from these. having to like mini, mini click all your Absolutely. And so yeah, a lot of those things, a lot of, there's a lot of little tiny uh, quality of life changes. The game is almost a completely new game. And I've only played two missions. By the way, there's like 17, 18 campaigns in this game now. I didn't know fucking, I didn't know that shit. So, <laughs> and co op campaigns intact, multiplayer is intact, you know, making maps and everything. All that stuff is still there. And I think the achievement list is the same from the PC to the Xbox. So, that's a drag as well. But because when I turned it on, I already had three achievements. So, I assume it's because, you know. But Age of Empires 2, even if you played on, on PC, I recommend everyone go and play it on the console just to check it out because it's really interesting how they managed to get everything to fit on the controller. Also, it's nice playing it on the TV. If you're someone like me whose computer is very far away from their home entertainment system. Not to mention your computer also runs at a 480. Oh, yeah. 480 <laughs> 10 frames per second watching yeah. Microsoft Paint. Yeah, that's it, it's trying. That's it's it's, it's, it's trying. Yeah, it's, uh, other than that, up. definitely. I have been playing Hogwarts Legacy. This is what I want to hear. Tell me about Hoggers because I came home from today <laughs> from work, or whatever, and Jana had it installed on the Xbox. So she oh, she got it. Yeah, she purchased it oh, behind my shit. back. Wow, play old Hoggers, dude. <laughs> let me tell you, the way I would describe Hogwarts Legacy. Have you played any of it, Aaron? No, and and honestly, I, I saw it written down in this uh, in your thing is Hog Leg, and I was really hoping there would be an actual game called Hog Leg, but. No, uh, pl- please go on. <laughs> please describe. No, that's what the hip, cool, young hipsters are calling Hogwarts Legacy. We, yeah, I was going to say, did we actually say the title? It's Hogwarts Legacy? Yeah, oh, yeah, my fault. Did, yeah. Um, okay. Hogwarts Legacy, I would describe this game like a collectathon. So I would say it's like Spyro the Dragon and, man, The Witcher had a baby. And the expo- the, this, what this game really, really nails is exploration. And... The, the gameplay loop that itself is like seven and a half to eight, you know, kind of like range, that kind of where you would expect a AAA game to be. Um, it is an open world game, but the, the detail, the attention to detail in every single area is so absurd. It's so, really? it, especially in the castle itself. The castle's massive. It's so overwhelming when you first get there, but there's so much shit to collect. It's like a Lego game. 
There's so much shit to collect. There's so many, like, there's statues that you have to levitate, and they give you a paper. Or there's, like, there's little moons you have to collect, but only at night. Oh, and, like, moons? Mario Odyssey? Is that is this what this is? Ooh, no, uh, man. Kind of. I'm I'm like, saying like it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty decent and I have just been spending my time just wandering around. I was on my like the missions that I was on by the time I started doing the story missions it was like recommended level 3 and I was level 21. Like oh god. These levels give you talent points. I didn't know that. I was level 26 when I unlocked the ability to use talent points which I didn't know existed oh, and so I had 24 shit. talent points just waiting. And I was like, I could have been so much stronger in all of these combat scenarios. I could have been like doing things. <laughs> well, you did you know a I mean? level one run of the Harry Potter game. Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's like Breath of the Wild going straight to Ganondorf. Like for real though. <laughs> I fight Ganondorf with only a stick. The fucking map is insanely big. It is like it is like the size of Massachusetts, dude. Like the you game are is big. It's like seventy-seven gigs. Well, this is what I'm saying. Really? Like, Holy I was shit. wandering around. It is way more than just Hogwarts. Like, okay, so everything outside of Hogwarts is kind of just open, desolate. You know, it's forests and stuff. There's some shit going on every now and then. But um, uh, I was wandering around on foot for a while until someone was like, hey, you get a broom. I was like, god damn it. <laughs> I've been wandering around on foot god. on the grounds outside. You know, because they were at the they're very beginning. It. At the very beginning, they're like, Quidditch is canceled. There's no Quidditch this year. And so I was like, oh, I guess we just don't get a broom. And so I just continued about my way for hours. But you know, um, it's interesting because like I've been talking to Jana because you've been playing this game like every day. Oh, and yeah. And I'm like, man, Nave must really like this game because for one, Nave does not play games that he doesn't like. He's not me. Like he will not put up <laughs> with any any trash in a game and he will just uninstall and just move on with his life. So for you to actually spend some point, and you're not even like a Harry Potter fan. I don't want to And we're back and nothing happened at all. Yeah, we were we were attacked by Death Eaters while we were eating chocolate in the subway. Aaron was assassinated, unfortunately. But uh, we got a homunculus that kind of vaguely impersonates him. And uh, we're sending word to his family as we speak. All right, Our so I don't, I don't remember what I was saying, but I was talking about basically how you don't you don't give a damn about the Harry Potter Mythos. I don't give a, I don't give a shit. I really <laughs> like the first movie. The first movie has a warm spot in my heart. Oh man, the first movie's like one of the worst ones. What do you? It's so cute and adorable. It's like it's so whimsical. I, that's what man. I like. Things get crunk about like books. <laughs> get crunk. <laughs> well done. <laughs> or like Prisoner of Azkaban when things kick off. But before um, that, it's just like Scooby Doo mysteries, and I'm like not about that. Let's play life size chess or something. That type of stuff. I love chess. Dude, oh, there's I mean, like, it's just because there's chess. Dude, there's this you I'm I'm Slytherin, by the way. I turn out to be Slytherin. There's like two Diggy questions. Mode. There's like two questions. All right. It's very obvious what you get to basically pick what house <laughs> you want to be in. Oh, by the way, you can link there's like a WB fan site where you can do a big extensive thing and like get your house and Patronus and shit like that that way. Um you can link that account to hogwarts legacy wb account whatever and it yeah. will do the sorting hat through that instead but if you do it in the game it's bare bones it's very obvious which one is which one's which right but um oh what was i saying oh so i was in slytherin house and i was talking to this lady who was standing next to this these people playing chess and she's like i wouldn't make that move if i were you you're gonna lose and then he loses and then so yada 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 the dialogue's over and i look at the chessboard and i'm like this guy's a fucking idiot. He has no idea how to play chess. He's <laughs> obviously about to get checkmated. Like, 
What kind of what a dumb dumb. Typical fucking Anyway, hog leg is good. Do you what do you it's like what what house are you, Aaron? What hog leg house are you? What do you identify with? Uh <laughs> I'll take the I'll take the test here in a little bit and then we'll figure it out. I feel like I'd be a fucking helpful puff because I just I'm so forgetful and fucking stupid sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. So oh. every single house, you run into a lot of different cast. There's a there's a wide cast of characters of like students running around that you interact with, kind of. And everyone, there's just seems to be kind of like a different sprinkling of personalities in every house. Like no how one house is dominated by me. Like I thought Slytherin was the evil people. That's but what I thought so too. There's like a blind dude in Slytherin, and he's like just chill. And I'm like, whoa, a fucking blind <laughs> wizard. How's he get around? And then I was like, oh, I'm stupid because he's magic. <laughs> why wouldn't he be able to get around but the whole time after i met him i'm walking around like look at these stairs they're like slanted and curly this is a horrible environment for this blind man to be in it's <laughs> not handicap accessible at all i know man that, in the 1800s are you implying that blind people can't be evil i'm sure there's some pretty bad blind people out there <laughs> oh, oh maybe he is evil i'm not that far in the game so he's like i there's can't be see like you a but i villain that's blind <laughs> like i can't see you but i fucking hate you and i want you dead or whatever <laughs> He just, ah, I smell it. God. All right, Aaron, what have you been playing? I, I started a good bunch of Hi-Fi Rush, but then I got distracted because I need to finish uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night because it's just too much fun to explore that big fucking castle. It is, and then, and then I just get overwhelmed by how much of that fucking castle there is. Like, I'll, I'll find 60 fucking little relics and level up my sword familiar guy, and then I'll be like, well, I guess I'll watch King of the Hill for like five hours, and then... Um, then I also kind of keep going back to Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, even though I keep getting my ass kicked in it. And, oh my god, I was this... I was this close. I've been using a, uh, Libromancer Necros deck. Oh, Crystal (laughs) Beast. I was this close to getting... Are we talking about Magic the Gathering? No, we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, yeah. I was so close to Platinum Rank, and then I lost fucking six matches in a row and then i just i got so depressed and stopped playing um, i don't know I, like i tried to play master duel whenever it came out on xbox or whatever but i think i'm just too far beyond or behind the curve when it comes to Yu-Gi-Oh at this point dude if you haven't played Yu-Gi-Oh in six months you're too far behind the curve there's already 2,900 cards that got printed with the entire, like, holy scriptures written on them. The fucking oh, Rosetta so Stone. <laughs> There's so many card effects, and they have so many keywords. Mm-hmm. And it's like, turn two, somebody will, like, summon three cards to the field, sacrifice them all, XYZ them into a synchro. And meanwhile, I'm still, like, trying to do a tribute summon or something like, dude it makes yeah. me so pissed off because there there's the one account on twitter that every now and then they're like they're like Yu-Gi-Oh better tag gaming together and there was like monsters in the magic zone and i'm like what the fuck is going yeah, on pendulums, dude. it's so different oh, now pendulum, dude there's the other one oh, yeah there's pendulums there's link monsters it's it's so I'm like when i <laughs> when i first started master duel i was also very very lost because it's it's so much more fast paced. Regular trap cards are basically obsolete now. It's all about what are called hand traps, and it's it's bullshit. We're not talking about Yu-Gi-Oh anymore because fucking instance from the hand. Yeah, basically, there's uh, we're talking about it now, I guess. Again, there's uh, there's <laughs> cards like what infinite impermanence and just like a bunch of other bullshit that you can play from your hand during your opponent's turn to like shut down their combos and shit, and it's. Like all the new archetypes are just 
bastards because they'll basically play solitaire on their turn for like 15 fucking minutes just <laughs> monster monster summon monster 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 summon and then yeah and then when i'm not when i'm not furiously beating my head against my fucking desk after losing six matches in a row in Yu-Gi-Oh, you'll also catch me playing uh backpack hero which i just started this weekend and that's good and uh fuck fuck Yu-Gi-Oh, fuck it <laughs> yeah what's backpack hero i've never heard of this one. Oh my god so it's it's everything you know and love about the inventory management of Resident Evil 4, but it's oh, a God. turn-based roguelike RPG, oh, yeah. I think I've seen this. I think I shouted this out like three or four episodes ago, Philip. I didn't know the name of it, but I saw it in the store, and I was like, this is just Resident Evil 4's inventory? Yeah. Is this the whole game? And then I the just, Inventory like, the game is what it looks with, like. With cute little animals, and like each little... There's different little characters. Each one has their own special ability. Like, my favorite is this little bird guy who uh, he can charm enemies and make them fight on his side. And then, yeah, basically there's just a uh, little, was it there's different swords and instruments and accessories and shit. And um, depending on where you place them, like certain items will synergize well with others, whether they're adjacent or diagonal or whatever. And yeah, it's, it's basically like darkest dungeon, but less, less choke fucking and more cute animal pixel sprites and, it's it's pretty fun for I think it's like sixteen bucks. It's pretty fucking fun. I'll have to add it to my wish list. So you're saying it's not as fun as Darkest Dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> It'll make you wanna make you wanna eat less gravel. That's for sure. God, that yeah. Darkest Dungeon pisses me off so much. So brutal. It is. So Philip, what have you been playing? Oh man, speaking of brutality, I've been playing some more DJ Max V, and man, that game I'm so close. I'm like level ninety seven or something i'm almost level 99 and then i'm I'm gonna call it good but i don't think i'm gonna stop playing it because i'm I'm getting entrenched to this point i've moved on from two key to uh or i moved on from four key to six key at this point and I'm, I'm just getting better at the game every day i play every day like 10 songs at least i'm just gonna buy you a guitar hero guitar okay oh, <laughs> play rock band but man, when can I? But then I can't play because now that you've like helped me see which songs are like the better songs, like I go in there and I'm like, <laughs> oh, there's Pop Stars, there's uh, Sad Machine, there's Bleed, there's you know, like I'll just like pepper them yeah. all in, and I'm like, man, I'm getting good at this. All of a sudden, it's like maybe I'll just play on hard first time and then I play it and get like a max combo, and I'm like, maybe this game isn't as hard as I thought it was. <laughs> From our, you know. <laughs> It was like last week. I was like, man, this game's so brutal in hard difficulties. I'm getting good. My fingers are getting faster. And it killed me because like I came home and I saw the Jana installed old hoggers. And she's like, yeah, I got hoggers. And I'm like, tut, 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 buying hoggers. new games. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you know, we should play whatever. And I'm like, yeah, well, we can definitely play it. And then I plugged in the keyboard and I started DJ Max. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Max. <laughs> and she's like, you'd rather play DJ Max than play hoggers? And I'm like, yeah. Well, it's better than it's better than Power Wash. And then, of course, after I that. finished playing DJ, well, Power Wash ain't that bad. Uh, I, I get a bold. It's Power Wash. <laughs> if you want to talk about a bad game, talk about stupid Hot Wheels or whatever, because I've been playing that too. And at uh, this You're point, without like, me, yes, I've been playing. I've been playing the story mode because I'm like, maybe this will be an easy game to finish. And I'm playing the story mode, and just every level, I'm like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> it sounds like a skill <laughs> issue. 
No. Phil <laughs> <laughs> just had an aneurysm. <laughs> Save it for the episode. Like if this was an anime, I would get like multiple of the the, the veins popping in my forehead yeah, at dude. the same time. God, and I would turn red as well. Uh, speaking of anime, the other game I'm playing is Bayonetta three. Aaron, are you familiar? I have not played Bayonetta three, but I love the first two. Okay, I didn't play two, so I'm definitely getting a time jump of a lot seems to have happened. But three is like really good. Like three I'm is a prequel. Impressed. Three is a, no, it's not. Yeah, it, it is. is. Three is a pre. No, it's not. Happens it fifty years before the first one. No, it doesn't. Why would I lie? It can't. It can't <laughs> be a prequel. I don't have no <laughs> idea, dude. I don't have a switch. How would I even know? Like I'm just to a point where um, uh, okay, I don't want to spoil it, but the game is really good. Uh, so much so I really enjoy the amount of like it feels like they threw the budget at this one they're like you know what the levels are going to be massive there's going to be like 40 of them you're going to have like I think it like so we're like at least two different playable characters that can then transform into at least like four different forms that you can also play as and I'm like this is just this is a lot of game for the saying it's, here. you're saying it's the Danganronpa 3 of Bayonetta I didn't play two, but yeah, it seems like like the first one is a pure experience of just like Devil May Cry action. The third one is like you have multiple characters you're swapping through. It's like Devil May Cry. What was the one that had multiple characters? Maybe four? three. Four had Nero and and Dante. More than one character. Yeah, four had Nero. Four was Nero, and half of the game is Nero, and the other half you go through the same levels, but as Dante this time. Okay, it's like that, but you don't go through the same levels. Yeah, three it was uh you could play either dante or virgil and i think virgil had like slightly different levels or something mm. but it's it's like that did i say virgil you said I meant nero. nero yeah you said nero oh, okay you may i don't know why i'm whatever it's the right. coffee the only devil may cry for the record that the i finished was i think it was just the dmc the the not the newest one but the, you know, the, the one i'm referring to devil yeah. may cry five Whatever the reboot one was. I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. no, it's DMC. DMC, right. where, the one where he like flies naked through the, the trailer and then like yeah, a dude. lands on his head. And he's yeah, the like, best one. as if, yeah. Just doing God's work or whatever the fuck. Whatever that bald yeah. dude says. That one was really good. And then he gets the mop on his head from the tornado yeah, and he, he looks like the old Dante. He's like, not in a million years. Yeah, dude. But uh, Bayonetta 3 is really good. Oh, and there's like so much music in it too. Like every battle has like a fully vocalized track, like Metal Hellsinger blasting in the background. That's cool and as fuck. It, it changes based on your characters because one of the characters is a punk rocker. And then you have Bayonetta who's like more of a, uh, she's like a pop idol in this one more than a burlesque answer. Kind of like she was have the, the Dead game. Kennedy song. When you play as the pop guy, do you get the Dead Kennedy song where they say the N word? No, I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think that one made it in. Are but the um, three is good? Are the what are they called? The wicked weaves, like the the hair monsters, are those just as badass as they were in like the first game? They make a point of you don't use them, like you still use them in like attacks, but instead you are now have demon slaves that you call through the portals, and you have like a there's there's so Ooh. many cool ones. You have like a giant spider, you have a choo choo train, you have a oh, giant train. butterfly demon, of course. Yeah. Yes. What is this Kingdom Hearts three? <laughs> yes. It's better. It's better. <laughs> Well, the thing is, like, you're, it's like multiverses of madness. So you're going through multi, many multiverses, and you bump into Chinese Bayonetta, who has the choo choo trick. The Chinese. Chinese. I think she's Chinese. It's like Imperial Bayonetta, and she dies, but she gives you the choo choo train before she dies. 
<laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, Zimbabwe <laughs> bayonetta or something. Like, oh shit. Like, that's awesome. That's, the whole game is basically things are disintegrating and you're putting it again. Meanwhile, Nate was having a house party. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on. I don't know how much is going to get picked up on the microphone, but Philip, I, I trust you edited it out, which you can't obviously do. If I'm talking. I'm talking. You're talking. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving along. Uh, my backlog buster. Uh, finish Resident Evil 5, which we did for this episode. That's number 23. So we'll talk about that in the meet. Spoiler meet. alert. Yeah, we, we finished the game. Surprise. Uh, but the other game I finished is Batman, the Telltale series, season one. Nice. Man, that is, it is some dookie. What? <laughs> that game is, have you played it? Yeah, I played all the Telltale games. All the, Even the Batman ones? Yeah. Do you remember season one of Batman? Yeah, I do. It's the one that where Joker is in it, but he's not like, a, he's not the Joker yet. But he doesn't matter. Yeah. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in the second game. All right. Who's the villain then in the first one? Let me, let me prove to me that you remember this game at all. <laughs> It's a good question. Oh my god! There were two <laughs> villains. It's like you know, is it Zaz one of them? He's a side character that shows up for two minutes and then you punch him in the face and knock him out. Ooh, just like the Arkham series. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that <laughs> I is guess the so, role. Yeah. That's Zaz's role is just get punched out in the first like five minutes of every game. <laughs> he's, he's just, just a guy he's the with a knife. Of Batman. Is it Sorry. Penguin? I'm just nope. going to go through all the... I don't know. Well, Penguin I, is there for like two minutes, but he's just a side character. He doesn't matter. The main bad dudes are uh, Two-Face and uh, Lady Arkham. Wow, I really don't remember this oh. game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like the first... Because like, I don't remember how many hours it took me to beat this game. Like the six or eight hours it took to finish this game. It's usually first, eight hours for each game. Yeah. The first four episodes of the game were waste of time. Nothing really? critical happens in those first four hours. It just basically just... establishes the universe and the characters. And then the <sighs> fifth one is like, yo, things are happening real quick. We're going <laughs> to take down Two-Face. We're going to take down Lady Arkham. We're going to reveal Batman's secret identity. But then the person who reveals it to conveniently dies. Wink, wink. And Nice. God, I don't know. Waste of time. Don't play I it. just remember that the Joker was like a likable dude the whole yeah, time. That's all I took out of it. <laughs> Well, in, in the story, uh, basically Two-Face makes Bruce look crazy. Or no. Oh, God, I forgot how it went exactly. See, now I don't remember. Oh, that was it. <laughs> Bruce gets poisoned by Lady Arkham with some kind of like madness drug. The same drug that screwed up Two-Face and made his darkness come out pretty much. And he uses it to basically beat the penguin almost to death. And As one does. As one does. As Bruce, not as Batman. It's, it would be okay if he was Batman, oh. but since he was Bruce, it was bad. And he got him sent to Arkham, where he meets the Joker, and the Joker helps him escape. That is, but yeah. Sounds kind of cool. Batman. Nice. It does sound cool, but it was not cool to play. In fact, it was very boring. There are multiple points where I, I tried to skip the cutscene, and I realized the whole game's <laughs> the cutscene. <laughs> Classic. Classic Telltale. Yeah. And you just walk away uh, to go play whole backlog. Nice. Yeah. That's... 24 out of 100, I'm almost a fourth of the way through my goal, and it's only February. Looking pretty good. Looking like a oh, yeah. try-hard. Yeah, I'm trying really hard. Nave, what did you buy? Nothing. I spent my buy-in budget on groceries. I have a sponge now, Philip. A sponge? Ooh, yeah, I sponged. Green and yellow? Or what would you get? Yeah, green and yellow. And I got green steel yellow represent. Oh, oh, yeah. That's the best sponge. Yeah, get I'm moving up. Get that fucking pasta sauce off of there with that steel wool, dude. Yeah, I also Unless bought a bunch of like cookies and like like cereal bars and shit. 
But uh, now, for the past like four days, my stomach's been upset because I keep eating all of it and getting like very close to sick. Like I'm really close to like if there was a toxic meter like in Dark Souls, I'm like really close to getting <laughs> oh, fucking toxic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jesus Christ! It's like it's like uh, it's I, always sunny where Charlie uh, was. It he eats cat food, huffs glue, and drinks beer, so he goes to sleep faster. Makes himself sick, <laughs> yeah. so he goes to sleep faster. Wait, you guys don't do that? Well, no, All you have time. to do it because the cats show up. <laughs> There's like a hundred cats you. outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad, though, because I'm like shitting rabbit pellets that are like cr- crunches, uh, Captain Crunch berry colored. You know what oh, I mean? God. I'm like not getting any of the nutrients. It's just going right through me. Holy God, shit. It's another sunny reference of like, would you like to try some blue? And he just says blue in a pot. <laughs> <laughs> it's sunny, man. So good. Fucking good. <sighs> all right so uh at this point i want to thank our patrons insane cracker nick and knight hopple michael superbacker and the pinecone thanks boys we couldn't do without you currently on the 15th we have our hades episode should have been released by the time you're hearing this dear listener at home but aaron we have a listening together sideshow where we review video game osts is there a notable video game ost you would like to recommend to us besides the dicey dungeons one i get to pick another one yeah, besides the one you already yeah. did. <laughs> oh, there's so many. I think I mentioned this in that episode, too. I'd say Bomberman Hero. It's got a fucking bump and soundtrack. There's lots of bass, lots of little quirkiness to it. it I think it's pretty lo-fi in some points, oh, too. Yeah. It's good. I remember now. You were supposed to link me videos, <laughs> and you never I did. I think, no, oh, I linked no. you one. I'm pretty sure there's... Oh, yeah? Go ahead. Oh, Go control F. Oh, I'm going to link another one real fast. <laughs> Hang on. back a month. <laughs> Yeah. two months while he's doing that we'll talk since we brought since we're talking about the patreon uh the patreon one of our patrons wrote in they did with a correction philip we got corrected oh no you mean we were wrong about something yeah he's he's doing it from the bottom oh, of his he heart linked it. okay for the record dear listeners oh, home, no. he did link it and they just didn't watch it it turns out i just don't read my fucking messages <laughs> who would have thought that doesn't sound like me at all i read every message i ever get uh hopple speaking of messages hopple wrote in and said uh, on true achievements, if you want to see the Xbox percentage, you just click on the achievement and it's just right oh, there. Come on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I showed it to Philip, and sure enough, we're fucking dumb. Yep. We're just really dumb. Just be like that. God damn it. All right. So before we go to the Twitter, uh, one more thing. I want to talk about the Oreo thing. Uh, on Defining Duke, I wrote in, and the fir- for the first 10 minutes on Defining Duke, which is one of the biggest Xbox podcasts. Uh, I wrote in about how I microwave Oreos to melt them a little bit. And um, <laughs> they roasted me. They microwaved my asshole <laughs> for like 10 minutes at the beginning of their show. And uh, it was really fucking funny. So I want everyone to go and check them out. Also, their show is fucking tight. So. Not sponsored. But uh, do you have any like really goofy like food hacks that you guys do that no one else does? Like something. Uh, that dog is losing her goddamn mind. I'd say the only food hack I have, it would be something I learned from my dad, which is, I don't know, Aaron, if you've ever seen the canned chicken. Oh, hell yeah. Sell. Yep. Yeah. Like you, you make, chi- we would make chicken nachos by taking the, the chips and you just spread the chicken spread on the nacho. And then you coat that on with like a big old thing of cheese. And then you could just like throw that in the oven for like. 350 for a little bit to the cheese melts slightly heats up the the putty that is the chicken product <laughs> and we would just munch on those all the time usually with green chili i actually ate this a bunch yeah, it's so yeah. good it, it looks like cat food 
For the record, it looks disgusting. It it's real gross. <laughs> um, uh, it, that makes me think of the pizza sandwich. Do you guys know the pizza sandwich where you just get two slices oh, yeah. of pizza and fold them into each Hell other yeah. like they're a calzone? Hell yeah. Ryan, you got any? Oh, I'm racking my brain really hard, but I don't know. I mean... Oh, you a normie food eater? I don't... I mean, there's got to be something weird I do, but I just... My, my, my fucking smooth brain won't allow me to think of it at the right now but i guess you just don't want to get roasted <laughs> i get it describe the prime cheeseburger for you then how about that it's only got one bun on it right man do you buns? take one bun off because it's too much when you eat a cheeseburger and it's two buns that's too much fucking bread this is no, a, like the a really what's subject. going on in your stomach no you can have two yeah that's what i do i do two yeah just put everything on it man everything on it everything. i don't give a shit yeah hmm. i'm about to kill my dog about to be dogless dogless I'll, uh, anyway, hopefully more toward the middle of this episode, I'll come up with a food hack. There's got to be something weird that I do. Yeah, just right. I'll just immediately interrupt us the moment. Oh, yeah. Like, actually, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, what about uh, pickles and scrambled eggs are pretty good. That's probably about it. What in the fuck is yeah, that? Have... <laughs> is pickles and scrambled <laughs> yeah, eggs. Dude, what kind of pickles are we talking about? Are we talking about sweet pickles or like no, dill pickles? No, hell no. I ain't no, no. Sweet pickles, pickles are for the like communists. Jerkins? <laughs> yeah, the, the cucumber. <laughs> yeah, no, the uh, yeah, just any, any kind of dill pickle, just or or dill pickle relish, just put it right into your uh, scrambled eggs, maybe with some bacon or something. It's it's not bad. It's uh, if you're if you're don't have a whole lot of money, you know, you have his eggs and pickle relish. It's it's pretty good. That sounds. It doesn't sound that yeah. bad. I mean, like with like cheese, it just sounds like a. But I, I, was, I was gonna say, <laughs> you know how like they make cheeseburgers with egg on it? It's just without the burger. <laughs> Right, yeah. like, what else is on a cheeseburger? I don't know. It's like that. How do you? How do you guys? I don't know if that's great. It's not great. How do you guys feel about pineapple on pizza? Yay or nay? I'm, I'm a yay for sure. I'm a hard neutral. I don't even eat pineapple. Period. Like pineapple feels like if you were eating a wet sock. You're banned from the show. Like now. that's the texture of pineapple. You're banned from Superpod Saga. Now. You're banned from my own show. What the <laughs> going on? It wasn't the microwaving Oreos. <laughs> it was I think pineapple's gross. That was like I wasn't even. That's just got hit by a stray. Like my favorite I'm just tired of the bro. sweets. I don't need my sweets on the savory. What I think uh, it is. That makes sense. So, yeah, you got me there. You don't like you don't like peanut butter and bacon shakes. No. I don't, but I don't think I've had it, so it's hard for me to take a hard You should stance. try it. It's so weird. I used to work at Sonic, and we would always make fun of, like, the weirdos who would order peanut butter and bacon shakes. But then we tried it one day, and it's surprising how completely different the flavor of bacon or peanut butter is. They are in their own universe. So it's <laughs> like you're drinking a peanut butter shake, and occasionally, oh, it's bacon. And there's no more peanut butter. You just taste bacon. <laughs> and then you're back to peanut butter shake. And it's like, why did this doesn't even, I don't back? even know what the fuck I'm doing. You mean there's people that yeah. order peanut butter bacon shake? Yes. Oh, wait, follow up. How do you make a peanut butter bacon shake? Do you just put a piece of we, bacon in? in the <laughs> we get a, we get a bacon. We get a bacon. bacon. We, <laughs> we fucking smash it a lot. And then we throw it in the shake. Yeah, we, that's all we do. Shake, just, just stir it up. It's like when it's like nerds and and Oreos. And, oh, so it's and like Reese's a topping. It's the same procedure. Makes sense. Can I get? Can I get the bacon? <laughs> it's mine's yeah. plushy. Yeah, we got dog bags of dog treats in the back, and we just throw them. <laughs> I say we as if I still work there. All right, Dave. How is the Twitter for Resident Evil Five? Oh, it's bumping because we were supposed to record yesterday, so we got an extra 24 hours, which was cool for us because I usually just fucking forget. Yeah. So what are, the, what are the dear listeners at home? 
have to say about Resident Evil 5. All right, so uh, Knights of the Living Podcast Whoa. on Twitter at Knight of the LP says Resident Evil 5 is an underrated banger of a game. Underrated? This game is... I would say this game is just rated. Yeah, it's, I think it's right where it belongs, <laughs> actually. It's... it's very interesting. I think I say it's overrated, <gasps> but we'll talk about that later. Damn. Well, I still love you, Knight of the Living Podcast, someone who I don't think I've ever... I don't know if we've ever interacted on Twitter, <laughs> but thank you for the writing. He's awesome. Yeah, I'm doing an, uh, an episode of that guy pretty soon, Thursday, I think. Whoa. I might have. So I just learned about Twitter, the Twitter uh, analytics page. Do you know about this? We're talking about it anyway, Phil. Uh, I said we should talk about well, this. You can, you can, there's go to analytics.twitter.com and then sign in there. This is not a scam. This <laughs> <laughs> looks like a scam. But it shows you all your Twitters, all your tweets, and you can go back in every month and like look at all, like your best tweet and your best image and stuff like that. It shows all your analytics. Why was I bringing this up? It doesn't matter. Night of the Living Podcast. Anyway, uh, Night of the Living Podcast. Good guys, says Aaron. I don't endorse them. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Um, so, uh, Alejandro at a Random Gamers Corner. Random Gamers Corner is the podcast. At a Random Gamers Co. is their tag on Twitter. Says, haven't beaten the game, but Chris is a crazy dude for not thinking twice about punching a boulder. Kicking down a ladder for my cousin in co-op was always a funny moment, a funny favorite moment of me for Resident Evil 5. And Resident Evil 4, using the broken butterfly for the first time was so damn awesome. And at Philip's request, I have made another poll. So the poll was, what is your preferred control scheme for Resident Evil games? All right, we got tank, fixed camera, third-person action, first-person shooter, or light gun, Fuck you. Those were the answers. <laughs> cool. Any got any of you guys have uh, any guesses as to what one, unless you already know, then fixed camera probably won. guess wrong on purpose. Yes, a fixed camera. It's a classic. It's got a... <sighs> No, yeah, that's hard to say. I uh neutral. Pass. What pass? No. Neutral pass. <laughs> you coward. Both of you. <laughs> Alright. So last place was in was first person. Which is crazy because seven and eight yeah, are good. crazy popular. Spooky yeah, good. as fuck, man. Yeah, eight eight is probably like in top three mm-hmm. all time Resident Evil games for me. I love eight. All right, so but the the second place is tied with Light Gun, Fuck You, <laughs> and Tank controls. So I I might have skewed the vote because I put Fuck You in the thing. <laughs> so everyone's like, oh, that's the funny one. I love you guys. All right, and then so that means that third person action won, which means. Resident Evil 5 is in the running for people's favorite type. Oh, yeah. that's just, that, that, just joking. It's Resident Evil 4, right? Yeah, that's and what Resident everyone's Evil 2 remake. thinking about. That's what I assume like. It's the, it's the baby of the group that everyone loves. And 4 is coming out soon, 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 soon. So close I can taste it. It's like, it's like a peanut butter bacon shake. Oh, God. All right. Let's take a quick break, and then we can get into the peanut butter bacon shake of this episode. The music plays. Boom, 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 boom. All right, do you need a bathroom break or anything? Uh, is the is good. is the, is the background noise being picked no, up? No, it is, but it's not oppressive. If anything, it makes us feel okay. like we're we're in a, a nice cafe and there's people having it's a, in the background. They haven't shakes. I was dude. thinking more like I was in some kind of existential war zone. Like <laughs> like you can just hear gunfire and explosions <laughs> from Halo. And shit. Oh, God. <laughs> God, that just makes me think of current disasters like Ukraine and the earthquake. Oh yeah, it, uh, wherever the fuck we like to get very silly 
and then very serious very fast <laughs> like without any without any warning makes you feel like wherever the fuck dave jackson is where they're like blowing that fucking train up or whatever the hell did you see that in the uh oh my god dude philip did you see this train in ohio no. is this a balloon related thing Dude, this it looks like fucking Chernobyl. Bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, there, there is a plane. There's a picture someone took from a 747, and it's just clouds and one Chernobyl. black spot from where the explosion is destroyed. Like just permanently, it's like scar tissue on the clouds oh, on the atmosphere. Was it just like a bombing fuck, site, dude? Like they're just bombing on the range? No, it was a, a it was a train that derailed, and it had a bunch of chemicals. It's like literally <laughs> the start of Resident <laughs> Evil. Like, <laughs> Oh, it's not funny because there's going to be millions of people get cancer probably from this. But yeah, because like um, they were like they're in, instead of waiting for it to explode or ignite on on its own, they decided to do like a controlled burn. But yeah, exactly as you described, it's like fucking Chernobyl or like uh, uh, what the fuck is it? Um, what's 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 the next Cloverfield? The second one, the bro, those like fucking alien dudes. Are, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Section eight. It's or like something. it's like. Fucking what forty. It? That's like sixty-nine Cloverfield Lane or some fucking shit or something. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I've seen was. any of them. So there's this one time. I as a kid, I was with a bunch of people. Right, I moved around a lot as a kid. I was playing with this new group of friends. We were playing like WWE or WWF, like Warzone, I think, with Austin with Stone Cold Steve Austin on it on the Nintendo sixty-four. And while I was fighting one of the kids, the other ones were like, "Hey, Austin, that's my real name, Austin." Hey Austin, would you rather look at a Playboy or a Playgirl? <laughs> and me going, I don't know. I'm a, I'm like a ten year old. I'm like I don't know what any of these are. So I'm like, what is that? Any of those? And they're like, oh, you don't know? <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, I better know. So I'm like, uh, play girl. <laughs> like I don't know. And so I chose the blue, and I was humiliated, oh, destroyed. I was destroyed. I was devastated. Just like that train. Yeah, fuck that train. Just like the train in Iowa or whatever. Fucking. Oh, I think he's in Ohio or some fucking ones. shit. Chernobyl now. I don't know. That yeah. uh, that reminds me of uh, my cousins would always do this thing where it's like, like, do you like girls? And you'd be like, well, yeah. And then they'd be like, well, I guess that makes you a lesbian. <laughs> like, <laughs> stupid kid. Yeah, that's not how words work. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we were also like fucking 10 or 5 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, of course. I thought so. the The classic in my school was, uh, "Do you like Do you like guys?" And you go, "No." And you, and then they go, "Does your guy Does your dad know you like guys?" And no matter what you say, you like guys. And then you're like, "Oh, drat! Damn you!" Been foiled yet again. God damn it! This episode is brought to you by middle school poisoning. Oh, oh. there you go. Well, we're just talking. Yeah, you talk about poisoning. Uh, so I work, you know, I just have like unlimited access to the internet besides all the firewalls and everything restricting my access. And I have access to news sites. And so I read the news a lot. Yeah. And one story I found that was not a headline, but was deep down was like a, some kind of, uh, nuclear materials, uh, like contractors in Australia had a, it's like a secured isotope or something that was supposed to be transported on a truck. And it was registered as on the truck when it left. And then it drove for like four hours to the site. And then it got there and realized they'd lost the isotope at some point. And it was, it was <laughs> How do you lose it? How the, it what? Fell off the truck. What is this half-life? It fell off the truck at some 
<laughs> it's like small. It's like the size of like a pill. It's very small. That's like the beginning of any. Well, it's fucking. It's just you just gotta drive and look for the hole going down into the air. Apparently, it's not hot, but it it does. It is leaking radiation. It can't Jesus be detected with Geiger counters. But it's so small. It's like people are like this could get caught in the tread of a tire. Next thing you know, it could be just like rolling around the cities somewhere. Dude, we're fucked. It's just crop dusting people with radiation. Pretty much, it could be like it could just be blasting people. Like like you have one. This could be like a cursed motor motorcycle story or something like that that gets caught in a part of the motorcycle and you're like oh, man i've been riding this motorcycle for like yeah like yeah. Slowly melts my <laughs> and then suddenly you're, it's like why do both of my feet look like elephant's feet why are they seven times the size as normal <laughs> why does really both of my sides for, hurt <laughs> for resident evil 5 which in japan is biohazard fun fact fun gaming fact that you probably should know about that's right they that's wild. They couldn't name it that here in the States because of Biohazard, the punk band. Other fun, useless fact. All I'm right. Aaron. So, yeah. Also, the lead singer of Biohazard was killed tragically in a police standoff. Oh, really? that's the coolest way to go out. Rip him, though. That's a cool way to go. That's the way oh I'm going to go out. No, that was a lie. <sighs> that was a lie. But the person, the person I'm thinking of is the guy who made the peanut butter jelly time, peanut butter jelly time. That guy died in a police standoff. What the fuck? What is? What was he doing? <laughs> I don't know. It was like a 12-hour police standoff. I think we talked about this, didn't we? It's come up before on the pod at some point. So Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, Resident Evil. That's a real fact. I'm not fucking around this Can we time. we just be back? Hey, we're back. We're back. Resident Evil 5, a game about saving Africa by killing all the locals and then devastating the largest employer of the region. Poor Africa. Poor Africa. Developed and published by Capcom, released back in September 2009. Uh, store description. Damn. The Umbrella Corporation and its crop of lethal viruses have been destroyed and contained. Now a member of the Bioterrorism Security Assessment Alliance, the BSAA, the Boy Scouts of America, America, Chris is sent to Africa to investigate a biological agent that is transforming the populace into aggressive and disturbing creatures. Joined by another local Boy Scout of America agent, Shiva Alamar. The two must Boy Scouts of America, America. Yeah, the two must work together <laughs> to solve the truth behind the disturbing events. Steam store twenty dollars. That was a long one. Should have cropped that. Or cropped that out a little. You didn't, Philip. You didn't get any steam reviews. Dude, I looked, and all of them just say Shiva, Shiva, Shiva. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry, come on, Hurry up, Shiva. Shiva. Come on, hurry! Because this game features <laughs> the, the same call-out system in 6, where you can just press a button and yell at the other player to tell them to hurry up. Yeah, and, and you don't even... You can just do it at any time. Like, it, the, the B button yeah, is the dedicated annoy the shit out of your friend button. Just like RE4, dude. Just wait. Follow me. Wait. Follow me. Wait. <laughs> exactly. So let's talk about our history or preconceptions with this game. We played this game way back in the day, back when it initially released. I remember going over to JP's house, never playing a Resident Evil before. And he's like, hey, man, we're going to play Resident Evil 5. And meanwhile, I'm like, I remember, you know, seeing somebody play Resident Evil 1. And I'm like, this is going to be weird. How is this going to work co-op? Because I, I knew what Resident Evil 1 was. And I played it. I'm like, man, this game, the controls are dookie. You have to, like, you can't always aim. You're so slow. There's no, you can't stick to cover. This is not Gears of War. This game sucks. But we played the crap Damn. out of it. It was so awesome. Oh, and then we watched all the Resident Evil movies because he had them all. And boy, those movies have nothing to do with the games. Red Queen. Yeah, we got into an argument like when we were playing this game because you were like, Jill Valentine is a Resident Evil movie. And I'm like, 
I, I fucking, I've watched that movie so many times. There's no okay, joke. in the second one, Resident Evil Oblivion or whatever it's called. It's my... Which I've never seen. I didn't even know there was more than one. That sounds right. All right, Aaron, what's your history with the game? <laughs> <laughs> I, I also played it maybe uh, a year after it came out, but I also, I've played it numerous times throughout the years just because it's fun to go back to, especially like the mercenaries mode is really, really fun. But oh, yeah. uh, my, my brother-in-law and I, we uh, we recently played it maybe like a couple of years ago. I guess that wasn't recent, but we played it a couple of years ago. And yeah, uh, it's it's still so much fun just being like, like, hey, bro, do you want this shotgun ammo because you have a shotgun? Or like, or hey, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. And then you get to watch Chris make sweet, sweet love to that boulder toward the end. That's the always the best <laughs> part. It. He does, dude. Which we he watched gets... that scene like four times because we kept dying. <laughs> yep. And then and Philip kept dying. Oh my god! Like, we'll so get to it. He fucking he goes he goes yeah, and then you go ah, and, you fuck, and there's like there's like suddenly like seven stories of volcano <laughs> underneath you, even though there is like where does he go? How far how far into the air? You're getting to the volcano too soon, Nate. What's your history with god, you? this game? Just makes me he wires me up. The worst part Nave. is like oh, what yeah, was what's my your thing? history, Nate? Yeah. What was the worst part? I was the worst, worst part, the part is like, I think it's part of the whole volcano bullshit where like Sheva almost falls off a cliff, but she's like holding on for dear life. And you can like, oh you can God. tap A for like fucking 14 minutes and eventually she'll pull herself <laughs> yeah. up. Like she don't need no man. I was there. I was there for that one. Um, so my, my experience with Resident Evil 5, I think I played it when it first came out and I was a diehard uh, tank controls, old school, ye old Resident Evil. I didn't even really like Resident Evil 4 that much when it came out. I've since seen the light. Resident Evil 4 is fucking amazing. But, um, yeah, so I played this game for probably about half the game. I did, I did it solo, and the NPC that you play with is not terrific. And also, the aiming is a lot more untraditional. Especially at this point, Gears of War existed third person shooting like had been cemented at this point cemented, cemented. it had been uh concreted yeah, cemented the um the games uh series itself though i played resident evil 2 way back in the day and resident evil 1 the remake on the gamecube a little bit later and uh yeah those games scared the shit out of me but i absolutely loved them so i had high hopes for this game whenever i first played it and whenever we pl- came back around to playing it this time around I have since become a Resident Evil 6 elitist. <laughs> so, it will come up many times, but there are some things that Resident Evil 6 does better than this game, but Resident Evil 6 gets so much shit. So I am a, I'm a white knight for 6. That's because in, in 6, you can do that dumb fucking thing where you like, what is it? You do you try to do the dodge roll, but instead you just lay there on the ground and just like move your guns, like <laughs> just fucking oh, chill yeah, there, dude. It's so funny. It's, it's so funny. You're just laying there. about that. Just dancing on the ground. It's great. Good. All right. So uh, this time we played the updated S and X version of the game. Or maybe it was just the Xbox One. I'm not sure. But it ran at 60 frames. Had all the DLCs and bonus characters unlocked. Uh, the only odd quirk about it is in the Xbox guide. It shows the status of what level you're playing in the moon runes of Japanese. So I don't know if we're just yeah. How, isn't that so weird? Such a weird. I assume we're playing that's the Japanese weird. port, pretty much. What the fuck? Or something. I don't. Know. It doesn't, it make, doesn't any make sense. sense. Weird. Yeah. But that's the only hiccup. Besides, this version is just fantastic, which we paid for with our Patreon money. So thank our thank our new patrons again. Thanks, patrons. I mean, I owned it. I did not. All right. <laughs> thank you, so, patrons. 
<laughs> uh, discussion points, some kind of odd or silly things. Uh, are you guys Shiva or Chris mains? Dude, Chris. Well, I guess. Uh, I, I guess they're they're both about the same. They're they're both pretty cool, but but Chris is just a fucking beefy boy, dude. He's a beefy fella. No, he, he's a man. He's chef boy. Chef first of all, Philip, it's Sheva, not oh, Shiva. Yeah, I've been through this because instantly, because I've always always said Shiva, and then first thing she does is I'm Sheva Alamar, and everyone's like, "I'm a Sheva." What? Spit my coffee all over my screen. (laughs) You know, like what's going on here? Is is everything I know a lie? (laughs) Yeah, and then we are we were talking about like where do we know Shiva from? And Philip's like, "It's a summon from Final Fantasy," and I was like, "What? Oh yeah, oh yeah." But that's that's spelled completely different. I was thinking of Shiva from Mortal Kombat with the double E in the middle. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Odd things. Uh, I Nate. What about you, Shiva or Chris? I don't. I'm indifferent. I Dude, think I usually so play Chris. I think I usually play Chris, but I played uh, Sheva this time. Sheva's left-handed, so that took a long time to get used to. Ooh. In Resident Evil Six, there are left-handed characters, but you can switch shoulders. But I, as far as I'm aware in this game, you fucking can't. And it drew me fucking insane for the first like three fucking chapters of this game. The one thing about Sheva though is she gets the she's the only one that can use the bow weapon. Oh yeah, I didn't even use the bow. Where was the bow? Where was that even? You have to beat the game as Shiva, I think, to mm-hmm. unlock it. Mm. Maybe or something. You know what? I didn't even get. I didn't even beat the game because there's a fucking bug. We'll talk about it. But I didn't complete the last chapter, and I went back after you went to sleep, and I had to replay the whole chapter again. Oh, by the no, way, really? So I didn't. I didn't do it. I was like, no, 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 I'm not. What's I thought I. Thing? Uh, if you're the main host, you don't get to choose which character you are. You have to play as Chris until you beat the game the first time. Then you get to, you what? can choose to play as Shiva. Yeah, like once I beat it, it said you unlock Shiva as a playable character. What the fuck? By the way, shout out to shout out to my lefties, fellow lefties. Lefty left yeah, gang. Left gang. <laughs> the scissors don't work for me. That's right. Fuck. Spiral. I only use the I only use the lefty when I'm looking at playgirls. Yeah. Fuck spiral okay. notebooks and chalkboards, boy. They're the worst. Yeah, like so, a permanent indentation on your on your hand. No, I don't use wrist. those anymore. And chalkboards are a best because, like, I just <laughs> I don't use those. I just hands. drag my fat fucking hand across the board as I write. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> okay, so some of the other major features in Resident Evil Five is a nice rat death animation. Oh yeah. Because oh right. A, yeah. Yeah. We're a big fan of rats on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, for and, some reason. Like anytime we're playing a game and we see a rat, we're like, rat detected, rat alert, <laughs> low poly rat. And then we like all we like zoom in to see if it has like a hitbox. If it has like in this one had full on running animations, had pathing, had collision, and if you shoot it, it would like roll on the ground and die. But not like the Halo 3 rat, which yeah, would became objects. Yeah. Which would became, it would actually roll because they had a round hitbox. This would literally die on the ground. Perfect. Brings a tear to my eye <laughs> when developers put that much love into the rat. Yeah, AI. The, the level of detail. Speaking of, what are the rats like in Hoggers? Is there rats? I haven't. There has to be, but I haven't seen them. There's so much. There's there's a lot of uh, animals running around. There's like a whole side quest where you get a chow garden and you get oh. to collect a bunch of characters. 
Oh, a Chow Garden? Oh, yeah, like, it's pretty cool. Oh. Yeah, you man. get to name them, and, like, you get to... There's, like, there's there's different animals, but there's also different colors of the animals, and you get to, like, make toys and pet them Ooh. and shit and make them love you. It's, it's pretty interesting. Oh, bring back the Chow Garden. Sick. I don't know if there's a rat, though. As far as I'm aware... And I, I'm pretty far in the game, I think, and I haven't gotten a pet yet. So it's like, I, isn't that a thing in Harry Potter? Don't people they don't like always Ron have Weasley has a years. rat, right? I think, yeah, like there's a rat, there's a cat. Uh, Some I'm trying to think what else? I think Neville yeah, has oh, a, Harry has an owl. Yeah, I think Neville has a toad. Somebody has a toad. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely it a would toad, be someone toad named detected. Neville. Yeah, dude, Neville Longbottom. God. <laughs> Alright, so major mechanics of this <laughs> is you share ammo slash you trade items between inventories. Uh, this is pretty smooth when you're in single player, but it requires some communication and it's kind of obnoxious mm -hmm. in co-op because there's a lot of points where we're just chasing each other where you're yes. like, let me stick my hand in your pocket. You're like trying to <laughs> hold it oh, so I can give him some shotgun ammo. Or he comes over and he looks at my inventory and he's like, why do you have all this shotgun ammo? <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite implementation of this game was closer to the end when we were starting to lose our sanity and we wanted to fuck with each other as much as possible. Um, there, there was, since, uh, Philip had a grenade launcher, there was a spot where a grenade launcher ammo would spawn, but he didn't have it anymore. He put it in his, he put it in his safe, Maybe, right? Yeah. And so I would get these like shock grenades and I would run over and put them in his pocket. He's like, stop <laughs> putting these in the pocket. I need this in case we get a green herb. Cause we're dying in this one level. And I just want this game to be over. And we keep losing in this spot because you were fucking paying attention. And I'm just like, <laughs> putting more grenades in his pocket, like reverse pickpocketing. <laughs> Meanwhile, cause you you were just being a trash ass loot goblin <laughs> this whole game you're just running around skittering knifing cardboard boxes apart no, oh, these man. are like wooden boxes they're wood and you just knife them and they explode and just it, to pick up all these all this ammo which you weren't even using because you were like i'm gonna use a shock baton i'm going full melee build dude like, that's I, was, fine. I was killing them with the shock baton dude and i would have like 200 bullets of pistol ammo and philip has like 15 and he's like uh, as I, I pick up another thing of pistol ammo, he's like, wish I had that. <laughs> God. And which the ammo starts to not matter later on once you get the better handguns and you start doing weapon upgrades. See? Because it's like, it sucks when a zombie, right in the beginning of the game, we were struggling the first level because a zombie takes five headshots to kill. I'm like, wow, this sucks. And then we get a better pistol and all of a sudden they, their heads explode on every shot or at least stuns them. So you, then you can deliver a nice judo kick to their jaw, exploding their head. Yeah, and they're like, ah, oh, Mika Beza. Or <laughs> oh however you say that and this isn't um far cry whatever we played <laughs> i was in my favorite feature of uh starting with resident evil 4 and 5 is the ability to just throw eggs at an enemy and blind them like you just throw an egg in their face and they're fucking blinded oh yeah you come up and just fucking yeah. kick them in the in the chin it's the best you got a kill with a rotten egg didn't you philip yeah um mm. I can't remember. I think I got the achievement when you did it. I definitely didn't do it because I only found one rotten egg and um, it was there. So there was this one hallway and there was like 17 zombie dogs that spawned and then or there were liquors, right? You remember this? Yeah. And so there were liquors and I ran in because of course I was full melee with my stun baton. I was like ah! running into the, into the liquors into the feet of battle. By the way, I have like both ar sets of armor on. So two of my inventory slots are used because <laughs> I just am running into battle so much. 
and then my and then this liquors proceed to completely ignore me and just start hitting me with stun locking him with the long range attacks while I'm beating them with this fucking stick. And I don't even remember what I'm talking about this story. Oh, I found an I had a rotten egg and I was like, <laughs> the egg. I was like, because I stunned one. I was like, finish him, and I threw the egg right over its head. And I was like, uh. which which my, my whole plan. We talk about how janky the aiming is with the laser sights. There's no laser sights when you're throwing grenades or anything like that. So it's you're terrible. just aiming it. You're like, I hope this goes, yeah, or when you're throwing eggs, I guess. <laughs> I hope this goes where I want to. And there's so many whiffs with grenades that we've Dude, done. It's so bad. You have to really eyeball it. Like, at least in Resident Evil 6, it gives you the little dots like you're playing worms. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can see where it's going to hit. But then so many times where it's like, you just throw these and these things can't, got some bounce and you'll hit the door frame right above. <laughs> oh my God. Do you remember that part with the platform that you have to let me go across? So I'm eating a bologna sandwich and by bologna sandwich, I mean two pieces of bologna with a piece of cheese in the middle because I don't like bread. I'm just eating well, that. We also right. said that bologna is the most exotic <laughs> lunch meat at this point. The bologna is the most exotic lunch meat um, because of how it's spelled. So I had uh, a grenade. I'm, I'm one-handing it, right, with my knee on the left trigger, and I'm eating this, and these two shield guys run up. I throw the grenade, and it just bounces off. I don't know what I expected to happen, but it bounced off the shield and just landed right at my feet. And I'm like, oh, 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 no, no, And then I just blow up, and I'm like, pull me, pull me back, <laughs> like trying to get revived. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> All right. So that's the general mechanics of the game. And you can also, you know, when your your teammates dying, you can either give them, a, you can heal them by spraying them with a, a Pokemon health potion made out of green herbs or med spray. Or sometimes you just give them a little, little pat on the chest and it makes them feel better. Like, hey, you're, you're going to be, just walk it off, champ. Walk it off, yep. Make me proud. Uh, now kind of more, more silly things. Is Resident Evil 5 racist? I think we've got to clear this up at the, up at the top. I... I think it would be more racist if you went to Africa and they were all white. <laughs> Wouldn't that be more racist? So it's so weird because like I was, I was doing research up on this one. I actually researched this episode, dear listeners. And there are many people that believe this game is racist. Honestly, I don't think it's racist. Even though you play as a white guy that comes to Africa <laughs> from America. To save them. <laughs> That's that a little weird. To save them. At the same time, the locals are being exploited and tested on by other Americans, white. Oh, who, the fucking dude who it is is like, he's like, hey, I get you next time, coppers. See you next time. With the Tommy gun shooting in the air. Like, what the fuck is this guy? I loved him. God, it's it's pretty cringe. And all the villains are like comic book level evil. And at the end, Chris even calls them out. And he's like, what's wrong, Wesker? You're comic book level you know, villains stuff, stuff not working out or something like that. And I'm like, he's literally exactly calling out. verbatim what he said. Yeah, yeah. He was very stressed out. <laughs> they were in a volcano. So stupid. Because, like, there are our three villains. We have Irving, we have Excella, and we have Wesker. Which we Is don't Excella know. Is Excella, like, the, the female version of the Microsoft Clippy? No, Excella is the woman in the prom dress, oh, yeah. or whatever that is. Like that's it's so weird. So running through Africa, we neither of us really remembered what was going on in this game. So it's a party going on. So, but we like uh, we were wondering what her what her deal was. We were like, is she like a CEO? Did she like 
get born into a family. But no, she seems to be directly involved in the science that's happening. Yeah, she's she's like the head scientist behind the Uruboro virus and is like managing the dosage that's going to Wesker. She's like a big deal. But for some reason, she's dressed like she's walking down the red carpet as she's like running through the testing facility with Wesker, who looks like he's from the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, he looks just oh, yeah. like he's so I fucking love Wesker so much, dude. God, I love Wesker, too. Wesker's the best part of this game, for the record. He, uh, Wesker is the best part of that game. Irving is, is pretty fucking funny, too. He, he is exactly the, the exact personification of a, a comic book bad guy because he's just, well, he's got the, the goofy little glasses and he's got he's got the fucking wise guy New Jersey accent. Excella. Like, he's <laughs> exactly. just, he's the best, too. Yeah, you know so who he reminds me of? Just If you've ever seen Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Do you know that the parts that the recurring character Babyface Nelson that keeps showing no. up? He is the exact guy. He is like that guy. Babyface Nelson. Got it. This game is a uh, very. I want to say Japanese. <laughs> oh, it's it's pretty Japanese. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those Japanese interpretations of what they think Americans are like, which is awesome. I'm I'm so I, I glad. It. I'm humbled, you know, <laughs> because I can't punch a. I'll, I'll punch a pebble and like I'll I'll have tears in my eyes. I'll be really upset. All right. I'm very so... soft. Uh, for the record, Resident Evil 5 is not racist, even though... Confirmed scientifically <laughs> on Gaming Together. We ran a poll. Yeah, it's fine. For the record. Even though, whatever. Whatever, we'll get to it. Uh, just going through, like, I guess let's uh, talk about what we actually do in this game. Uh, Shiva is trying to save her people. Uh, the infected, they are, quote, Shiva's people, but we disrespect the locals and their customs by robbing them, killing them, smashing on their belongings, and destroying their temples and workplaces. And we steal all of their artifacts and sell and we them. We steal and all their artifacts and sell them so we can buy guns to, to kill them with. <laughs> Maybe this game is racist. I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. I'm talking myself back in. So chapter one, uh, Chris and Shiva, Boy Scouts of America, America agents, go after Irving, the oil man turned bioweapon terrorist traitor uh we discover the village is infected with majini the infected uh and the team kills them and we find a picture of jill dun 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 who's oh, jill yeah. uh jill because <laughs> this is weird because we saw like flashes like i'm like whoa nave is this like resident evil spinoff game because i know it's on one through <laughs> three and we're seeing clips from game and he's like no 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 this didn't happen in the game. In the game. I don't, I don't like, think it happened in the game. I'm like, oh my god, it's Zero Sue Samus. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, this had to be like Resident Evil Zero something. Resident Evil Alex and Thomas go to the moon. Something <laughs> like a spinoff Resident Evil that I never played. But no, uh, the clips are actually from the Lost in Nightmares prequel story. That's also in the game. Okay. I don't think I've ever played that then. It's really good. We'll talk about it later. But... Uh, uh, it's basically like we see Jill and Wesker. Wesker is going oh, full Matrix. Yeah. He's like yeah, banging yeah. everyone. Uh, he moves like the Twilight vampires. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen Twilight, where he is just faster and better than every human, and it doesn't make sense why he, he ever loses. Just, well, yeah, how can he ever lose? He is so much faster than he gets pushed over by him. Jill, who is just a regular lady in the military, right? No, not she's just like that. Not she's enhanced. like a regular Japanese lady or like linked to Japan. Like, because we were looking at uh, me and Jana were playing Danganronpa 3 the other day, and we're like, oh, you can see their body types on record. And it's like, oh, these girls are like 92 pounds. <laughs> and then Wesker, who is effectively God. <laughs> yeah, Wesker, who is taller than Chris. 
for the record. Which, it, and also for the record, when you fight him, you can shoot an RPG from behind him and he will dodge it, but he didn't see this lady going, ah, Chase running up after him about to like football tackle him. Couldn't he catch a rocket coming? Couldn't he like catch a rocket coming yes, right at him too? Yes, he catches rockets. Yeah, okay. Oh, I gotta, I gotta look this up now. How much does Wesker weigh? All right, Wesker is two hundred pounds and he's six two. Oh my Jill, god! Yeah. Jill is five five and she weighs one hundred and twenty pounds. Holy shit! And, and she pushes to, him she out of the pushes window. Pushes him out of window. By the way, also, by this is the fifteenth. By the way, in this one conversation, he is holding Chris. He is holding him. So that is more than just Wesker's weight. He is holding Chris. So she pushed him. Like he, that has to like in, that. That has to be in the math, right? I don't know. I gotta look at. He's like choke. Weight. He's like choking Chris up in the air. Like that's why she tackled him because she. Okay, Chris weighs two hundred twenty pounds. Apparently, holy shit! He's a <laughs> guy's a big she boy. She dislodged him. He is a big fella. Oh, she is strong. Anyways, so, we're our, our disbelief is now. He's suspended or whatever. Like, what? Are you talking about the game where you have a fucking twenty-eight minute long boss fight in the middle of an active volcano? Is unrealistic. <laughs> Okay, whatever. So this girl, she tackles him out of a, a spooky Frankenstein building, and falls into like you know an abyss. And we're like, well, yeah, Wesker's definitely dead, and so is Jill. Skip to this game, <laughs> and we're like, what? Jill's alive? Oh my god, this photo looks recent. And so with the help of in the chapter two, with the help of Josh, we search the mines to find Irving, and we find an unknown plague doctor female is rescuing Irving and helping him along. Bum, bum, bum. Who is this masked character that just showed up now that we know Jill's still alive? I don't know. Don't recognize him. It, it's Jill. But we don't know that at this point. Ooh. This is where we have a weird segment where we carry a lantern in the cave before we fight a giant bat scorpion. Nice. The bat scorpion is a recurring villain. Yes, and he has an in-lore name called Popo Kimiriro. Is that the English name? No, that's that's the name listed on the Wikipedia article. Because he has his own wiki. All right, this is also the segment where we drive the Humvee section on rails, and we Ooh. shoot down 500 dirt bikes, all the dirt bikes in Africa. And <laughs> Every <laughs> single one was collected in this one village to be destroyed by us. And then we kill, like, a titan, like the... Uh, what was it called? El, El, El Gigante from the fourth game. Yeah. Shows up. He's just here. He's just uh, a camp appearance. <laughs> I don't know why he's here or what, but we fight him. And I remember this part being very hard on veteran difficulty because there's guys throwing uh, fire bottles at you on the side. And all it takes is like one fire bottle to hit you and you will just burn to death on veteran difficulty. I remember that. Yep, it sucks. Uh, chapter three, we go into the marshlands to look for Irving's oil fields. Uh, this is where we first encounter the tribes, which wear masks and are in loincloths. And we, the, when we first see them, we see them feed a Boy Scouts of America, America member to a giant gator. And then we're like, oh, no, there's some gators in this water. <laughs> which I want to highlight at this point. I think gators are really cool. Gators are fucking tight, man. I love what awesome gators. Enemy. Like when you're in the water and then you just see two eyeballs pop up and you're just like, oh, fuck. Oh, Not no. Again. Gators are fucking cool. Like, and they're like giant. Like Resident Evil is known for their giant animals. Uh, I, it was even like Resident Evil 1. I think you fight like a shark or something. Dude, there is in Resident Evil Code Veronica, I think. Or may, no, it's Outbreak. Outbreak Files 2 on the PlayStation 2. You, I'm so deep in the lore right now, but you, there's a whole level where you're in a zoo and you have to fight a giant zombie elephant and shit. It's so cool. 
Nice. But all, so we, when we were in the gator, we were in gator infested waters, and uh, we went on a full on gator genocide before we realized <laughs> they just kept respawning. There's so many gators. <laughs> you can get some good shit from those gators too. I remember they they dropped like gemstones and like rings and shit too. Like that was pretty cool. We didn't get anything. I, yeah, I don't know if that was patched or something, but we didn't get jack shit. They didn't have any drops because I feel like they used to get drops too, which we didn't highlight. You do rob them. You rob the locals so that you can spend it to more money to upgrade your guns. This is something you are like. It's like Luigi's Mansion when gold is just like falling out of the walls and stuff like that. That you are actively searching for treasure all the time because every piece space. of treasure you get. Yeah, every semiconductor that you can rip from the walls <laughs> and sell to the vendor gives you plus one damage. So the next zombie you hit will die slightly faster. And some of these bosses are so damn bullet spongy. It matters. God damn capitalism. <laughs> Spread okay, it uh, everywhere. Uh, we blow up the refinery, uh, basically you know, devastating the region economically. Yeah. And we, we find Irving on a boat and we catch up to him. And Irving uses some drugs and becomes a Kraken. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the turrets. And we fight the Kraken. And the turrets on uh, the With grenade launching turrets. and Dude, he turns into... So it's like he is a human. He falls into the water. And then he is still like a dangling human on this little testicle in the mouth. And But a giant fucking Godzilla creature is on the back of him. And I'm like, where did he... Where did this come from? Not to mention, I think the boat is still moving at this point. Yes. I don't know who's driving the boat. I assume it's some tribesmen. <laughs> they look in the rearview mirror and they see him and they're like i don't get paid enough for this and they yeah, just keep like, driving. Not my job yeah someone's driving the boat and so at the same time we are being chased by the kraken and using machine gun turrets mounted on this boat i don't know why thank god on it. thank god they were turrets though and we are just gunning down this kraken eventually we kill it and I think he has like some cheesy line he says where he's like, you don't even know, Chris, you don't know the secret <laughs> or something like that. Said, don't go into the, don't go into the cave over there. <laughs> <laughs> out over there. I don't know why he turned into fucking fat Albert in the middle right, of that so spoilers. Sentence. Next chapter, we go into the ancient village, which has the cave and the pyramid in it. And man, AKA, like, like one of the worst part pyramid. of the game. It is terrible because there's like laser puzzles that'll kill you like the hammer of dawn. There's oh trap bridges. One which Nave killed me on multiple times. Dude. I was like, I gotta hold this drawbridge open so that you can know, <laughs> walk across. And then he just like instantly drops in the second why I get out. Why do they just... give you the ability to let go of it? Like why? They that's so obviously there to kill your friends. Is that the uh there's multiple Scooby Doo traps. Is that was it the same one with like, I remember there being a uh, mirror puzzle where you had to like reflect the laser beam. And yep, if your yes. teammate wasn't, the lasers in if, yeah, if, your, if your teammate wasn't hiding and you, or you like, you didn't let them know, you would just fucking kill them and have to restart from the checkpoint. Like, why weren't you hiding already? You dumb son of a bitch. No, it's even like better. Times. <laughs> it's even better because like when you're turning the mirror, if they like, it touches you for a millisecond and you just get an instant lobotomy and die. Like, <laughs> And there are mirrors everywhere. So this, it's like a disco fucking rave whenever you fucking yeah. turn the mirror because fucking shooting all over the goddamn room. <laughs> and there's only so many spots you can be standing where you don't get instantly fucking assassinated. So it's like, like I don't know what the fucking... I thought I was safe behind, like a little bit behind Nave, but as he turned it, it like barely glinted off of the edge of another mirror, and just did like a Star Wars pew, and just lasered <laughs> like straight through me, instantly killing me. And, and I'm like, I was like, oh, my name, why? Shava. 
All right, so uh, here a bunch of ammo boxes are actually filled with snakes because thank God there are <laughs> yeah. ammo boxes in this ancient temple that we are also robbing and destroying as we are running through it. God. This is, this is where it gets really starting to be, like, unbelievable. But it's also, like, there is this entire puzzle, which all of these puzzles are all air quotes puzzles. Like, more, it's more like you just keep hitting the buttons until it's fixed or solved yeah. or whatever. And so there is a puzzle where there are multiple there are multiple staircases that you raise and lower, and you have to keep pulling these stupid little pulley things. And I'm just like, what was it like to live in this fucking <laughs> African Aztec temple, right? It's like... What was it like living here and being like, all right, time to go to work, and you have to pull 15 different stone slabs in order to go to fucking the office? Like, this is where Resident Evil always explodes in my fucking brain. Whenever we played Resident Evil 6, I lost my goddamn mind in the submarine when I realized that everything was fucking topsy-turvy instead of – it's like there's a a, – what was it? A hole on the ground, but then the holes were on the walls, and this there was everywhere. There was like putting everywhere, like wherever it looked cool, where there was an empty spot. That's just like this in this game as well. Like there's just so much shit that doesn't make sense whenever you start just very vaguely scrutinizing it. I don't know. The level design is so good in the early like towns and villages where it's just like rough or Africa town. Like those look really good and you like kind of double back and like there's intricate interweaving sections where we get separated when you have to like jump up on top of a tower or go through like another building while I provide sniper support. That's really yeah. cool. And then you get to these parts with these air quotes puzzles where it's literally walk across the room and push the next button that it highlights <laughs> for you after you push the last button. Oh God, it is. It's obnoxious and I enjoyed it. I think it's a lot of fun. This is where we fight some of the silliest enemies. Like the enemies go like, Oh yeah. And then like, they have giant, they're giants with like masks. Yeah. The giant wooden mask. And they, their mask is bulletproof. So you can't even headshot them. So they are just bullet sponges where you just have to shoot them in the chest. What about, slowly, what? what about the guys that walk to you slowly with shields, but then you shoot the shield once with the weakest gun and the shield just goes, and just fucking uh, they have the wooden fucking... shields. Yeah. They just blow away. Like, oh, spooky. Uh, or there's this one part where there was these alleyways, right? And there were these guys, which, what is the use of this? But they have giant discs that reflect the, the rays of the sun from God himself and just destroy oh, yeah. like a fucking, like a Death Star run. And, like, I died from this so many times. I don't know why you died, Dave. It is timed out. They give you so much time. They are super generous with their time. It'll, like, fire the laser and it's like, don't go for the next five seconds. It's making a lot. No, it's <laughs> every time. And meanwhile, Nave's like, I can make it. And I'm like, no, Nave, no. Shiva, Shiva, no. Shiva, stop. And that's the thing, too, because Phil would be like, wait, don't do it. And I'd be like, huh? And I turn around and I get fucking <laughs> blasted by God. Oh, God. All right. So after we go through this temple, we realize it is connected to a giant underground umbrella lab. Yeah, with clones everywhere, and it looks like the it looks like the Stanley Parable with the monitors, but it's just a bunch of clones. <laughs> God, this is where we this. Chris has a quote here that I specifically put in there because this whole time, Tricell has been basically supposed to be like operating the area, and they're supposed to be helping people that are like giving them vaccines and stuff. Turns out, Tricell is just a cover for the Umbrella Corporation. <gasps> what? And once we discovered that, Chris literally says. 
what does this mean for Africa? <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean for Africa? I'm like, Chris, are you kidding me? What is that? <laughs> so, because like, for one, we know about Raccoon City. That was one city and they ended up nuking it in all of America. For the record, the continental U.S. is three million miles. I looked this up, you know, three million miles is some change. Continental Africa is 30 million miles of, of area of space. That's like twice people. as much. It's more than twice, and we are in I mean, one. We are one town in Africa, one, <laughs> one tribe or one marshlands right down the street where people are all working. Like this is all supposed to be one geographic area that we are exploring. And Chris is like, all of Africa is at risk. I'm not a superhero. <laughs> Meanwhile, Chef is like, I got to help my people. What a fucking goober! Is everyone just an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but that's the thing before you go after <laughs> guy i can't remember his fucking name <laughs> whenever you go after him they're like they're radioing in they're like we need backup and they're like no we're like we need to leave and they're like no you gotta go after them they're like we're just two fucking dudes what go after the whole goddamn fucking mafia the african mafia like that's what we're gonna do with the zombies and shit and the dogs and then- Oh, I forgot what point, but at what point basically everyone dies except for Josh. And oh, I love Josh. Like, yeah, they're like, there's no more backup. We need to get out of here. And at one point, Chris is like, I'm going rogue. I think Jill's still out there and I need more answers. And she was like, I can't let you go alone. And I'm like, wait, what is happening now? Like, why are we going alone? <laughs> like, do we think Jill's here? Because we have evidence, but we know. Oh, God. It, it you don't know for sure. Discuss- it could be a clone. Cloning exists at this point, right? Or am I getting yeah. six confused? No, am I no, wrapping cloning, six up? Cloning does exist at this point because I think Wesker is a clone, maybe, or a genetic modified something so. like that. Yes. Oh. Yes. Anyways, yes. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> we find this is where we meet Excella, where she just comes on the radio and talks trash to Chris every once in a while. Like, oh, my sweet little Chris, you don't know what's going at all, do you? And he's like, tell me what's going on. <laughs> and she's like, Maybe you should leave. And then she cuts off. And I'm like, what was that radio conversation for? You think maybe it's lost in translation? Maybe there's some real juicy convo in there, but they thought it was too delicate for Americans. There's nothing there. Maybe. Which I looked. I'm like, man, I wonder if there is Japanese settings for this since we were playing like the updated version. There's like no settings for this game. Like, I like <laughs> there's like barely subtitle sections. Dude, I love it when a fucking video game has a settings menu and then you With see video, thing. you go to video and it's like brightness and that's it. And like, oh, cool. And then you have sound and it is like master sound and nothing else. And I'm like, great. <laughs> like, uh, thanks. That's a fucking PS2 game, dude. That's all they had. That's all they had. All right. So Excella, we've already highlighted. She is dressed like she's going down the red carpet, high heels with her skimpy dress and... I don't even, she's like giving doses to Wesker with the, the virus she developed, and that's what make giving him superpowers. Even though he had superpowers before <clears throat> this point, now he's got double superpowers. Yeah, squared. So he, power squared. Yeah. So Wesker is talking this big game about reshaping the Earth and changing the world, oh, yeah. and we get to a point where uh, Wesker leaves her behind. I think I don't remember why, but Wesker just—he's like I'm out, and he just Matrix runs away, like night hands, <laughs> like he's like he does, he just goes super fast, and she's just like, no, Naruto fucking runs. He's <laughs> 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 like Wesker, we were supposed to change the world together, and then, and then she's like, I know what I need to do, and then she drugs herself with the Uroboros virus, and she becomes a, her own Kraken, 
only this one's like more octopus and less kraken. I don't know how to describe what this creature and is. Like, I don't even remember. Doesn't it like it stays in the the same one spot the entire time, doesn't it? Because like with with Irving, yeah, he would go from like this side of the boat to the, like the the very end, and then to this side. But she just stays in that one ass spot the whole ass oh. time or some shit. I think and she makes giant balloons. Yeah, I remember now. This is where we need to talk about a really serious problem, but it's actually like in the player's benefit where this game has some serious desync issues, like really bad, like it, where it would happen multiple times for us. And I think it might be exclusive to these newer versions of the game because I don't ever remember this thing, kind of thing happening on the 360. But um, in this boss fight, this is just one example. This happened to us repeatedly, but... In this one boss fight, um, all of the enemies completely ignored me. So I just stood in the middle of the map shooting everything while Philip ran in circles trying to survive. And I soloed the boss, essentially, while Philip every every time he got a chance to attack, which was hardly ever because everything was aggroed <laughs> onto him, he would be able to shoot a couple of the things. But I was just, like, massacring this boss. And luckily I had a billion bullets because I was hoarding everything and only using the stun baton. So it ended up working out. But then, like, a little bit later, we desynced again, and there were, like, 15 enemies that Philip was fighting that I couldn't even see, so it looked like he was just fighting, wrestling with his demons. <laughs> but I couldn't help him, so I just left. And then I, and, and Philip was like, why are you running past everyone? I'm like, dude, if I, I, I don't even know what the fuck's happening right now. I have my own enemies that he can't see. It's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Very strange. All right, so we defeat Excella, and then we ride a boat or a helicopter. I don't remember. Oh, we chase Wesker to a launch pad. That's it. Into a fucking stealth bomber with like yeah, a fucking nuke bomber. and shit. I don't know what the fuck. This is. Like. Yeah. Oh, I completely skipped over uh, the part where we meet Jill. So we oh. find the. We yeah, from, we go from so we go from the uh, pyramids place to back into the uh, research facility, then back into the pyramids. So it's like in case you thought we were done with this fucking place, this yeah. awful, terrible place. And we go back in there, and we get into a fight with the plague doctor, and we get a we get some awesome like gun fu type fighting in these oh, segments. Yeah. It is really well like dance choreo choreographed. Yeah, dude. Where these fights between jill and chris and wesker they're just going at it like it looks really good it it looks good by modern day standards it's like some bayonetta type moves but eventually like, we like what's uh we knock her mask off. what's that one movie what's uh equilibrium where they they have like what's called i think it's like gun foo or some shit like that or like uh, like it's an actual i can't even say that word oh what is it gun foo yeah i'm looking up the movie oh, equilibrium is it gun fu? But now the joke's ruined. I figure that's what you call it. It's like kung fu with guns because they're like fist fighting like each other. And they have Wu guns shit? in their hands like at the same time. Yeah, like yeah, that's basically all they're or doing. The it's like they're just they're they're fighting with the gun, but they're not shooting it. They're just like <laughs> like just fighting with the dude. I can't think of what the name yeah. is though. But. So eventually, Jill gets revealed, and she has a giant bug on her chest. We then have to get in a fight with Wesker and Jill at the same time. Uh, you can't kill Jill or you lose. Meanwhile, Nave instantly pulls out a shotgun and blows her brains all across the table. <laughs> I had to solve the problem. There was an issue and I solved it by fucking obliterating Jill. Yeah. So we eventually fight Wesker and I think he gets, gets tired of fighting us and leaves. I yeah. Well, no, at the beginning of the fight, he's like, I only have seven minutes to do yeah. this fight. So we better make it quick. 
he like says something like that into his phone okay and then he gets a phone call and he's like all right i'm fucking out of here yeah there's so many points when wesker could kill us and he just yes. doesn't <laughs> hey man i'm your uber you gotta crazy. try not to think about it too hard or you're gonna get mad god so wesker leaves he naruto runs out of there super yeah. fast and we're just left with jill and jill's like you know, under mind controlled by the giant bug on her chest. We then have to take turns beating the crap out of her while oh, yeah. we try to rip the bug off of her. Like How you do, do like not the, die uh, from blunt force trauma for like we are like suplex like suplexing her into the fucking concrete <laughs> and shit. Yeah. This is actually a really cool alternative boss fight, I guess. Because it's not like it's not just shoot the bad guy. This is like don't shoot the bad guy, but do something different to win the fight. I really well, that's like the this. thing too, because like you can shoot the little diamond on her chest or whatever it is, and I, that's what I thought we had to do. But it, you can just while so one person can grab her from behind, and then the other person just wrestles yep. with her at the fucking in the front. But uh, I was shooting the thing on the chest, so we ended up failing this like fifteen times because I would just miss too many shots <laughs> and kill and shoot her in the head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would shoot her in the head sometimes. So. um and it's 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 funnier too because I would like I got the shot and I just take a shot and shoot her right in the fucking cheekbone. <laughs> like oh fuck, oops, sorry Jill. Yes. So it turns out Jill's alive. We we free her and she's like Chris, thanks for rescuing me. And he's like I can't lose another teammate or something like that. Some you know whatever. Josh shows up and this is where the desperate escape DLC happens, where you can play as Jill and Josh as they escape this facility. We didn't play it for the record. This sounds cool, though. Is it? I don't. Does it? I, I think I played it, but I I was not. I don't remember being. Good. Does it completely take place in this temple? Because that sounds like agony. I assume you go back to the facility, and I, it probably ends with you getting the helicopter and flying to the end to pick up uh, Chris and Sheva at the volcano. Ah, oh, continuity. Hmm. Yeah, because I remember even at the volcano, I even said, "What's Josh doing here?" As a helicopter comes flying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, then we catch up with Wesker after going through more facility of basically riding elevators for 20 minutes. Uh, I think there's a storage container I can, or boat or something. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. There's the uh, stealth boat. bomber. We fight Wesker again where we have to fire missiles at him till we can eventually grab him and stab him with more doses of his drug and apparently makes him unstable and makes some big spaghetti monster, a creepypasta, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spaghetti monster creepypasta. Yeah. I can't believe so, that that only just now came up. Yeah, because every time we saw one of these spaghetti monsters, we would call them creepypastas. <laughs> A lot of creepypastas. Yeah. So Wesker is like really strong and he's like picking up missiles and throwing at us. He still doesn't kill us. Yeah, he, just, he, he literally grabs a missile and he's like, go long, Chris. And he fucking totally <laughs> fucking decides, like what? This guy was holding Chris multiple times by his throat, can pick up a missile doesn't just like it just takes like just torque your hand a little crazy. bit it's like thinking about um i don't know like maybe like marvel power levels or something like that like this it's like chris is hawkeye and meanwhile we have this guy that's like 20 captain americas and he's yeah. still just <laughs> it's crazy uh anyways he's like Wester, Cap captain america mixed with the green goblin and, and batman and he's he's bigger he's better than spider-man like he's just crazy powerful and we just whatever anyways uh he takes off in the stealth bomber and he's like i have enough crap to saturate all of africa or something like he's gonna i'm gonna infect the world and we're oh, like, he, okay, he says he says uh oh, what does he say a total 
global saturation. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he jumps after you. Go see with the accent. Total global saturation or whatever the fuck. He's like, he's like Australian yeah. or some shit. And then he does a... He does the hiss that Butters does in the fucking, you know, the, the episode of South Park when he turns into a vampire? Yeah. He goes, <laughs> and he fucking does that. Yeah, he does the exact thing. God. I love that, though. When I saw that scene for the first time when we were replaying it, I had, like, it, that is burned in my brain, and I didn't know where it was from, but I think about it, like, every now and then. Just that, <laughs> of him staring at Chris. And then we went through this. Oh, like, how many times did we fail this? Because Like, five times. You have a quick time event were you inside the airplane and we failed it so many times the first time it was funny because he's like you know and then he instantly jumps <laughs> over and he sticks his hand through the backbone of shiva just instantly like stabbing him to death and i'm like oh there's a quick time event <laughs> <laughs> and the next time like we just kept failing quick time events and there's so many points where where it's like he jumps on the ceiling and i have to press x to shoot him and i'm like oh crap it's an x and i miss and he just jumps down and snaps my neck and i'm like oh i, I you could have done that at any other point in the game but uh, but here's the funny thing right whenever you're going through cutscenes, you can pre both of you press the back button and then it skips the cut it skips the cutscene. but if the cutscene has a quick time event it skips to the quick time event and then once you're done with the quick time event you can press back again to skip to the next quick time event it is so strange it's like, very <laughs> jarring because we were just like so snapping schizophrenic and we memorized the quick time events because there's like seven in a row and so we were just pre-mashing them and then mashing the backbone at the same time so we would jump to him and be like eh, jump he's <laughs> <laughs> just like it's like jumping around and we're doing these awesome kung fu moves while falling in a crashing stealth bomber it's and like you know how when you go to a podcast catcher it has the 15 second skip forward and but for a video game you're just like <laughs> fast forwarding a little bit to get through the cringe part that's what it is uh, and then finally, uh, Shiva is hanging on the back of the plane with Wesker hanging on her boot. He's going, Mrah! you know, all evil and stuff. And Chris has one last flashback where he sees Jill <laughs> and he's like, no, I can't lose again. And then uh, Shiva like nods and then let's go. Because, of course, we've seen him fall out of like a, you know, 20 story castle into a, you know, rigid raging water, ca like what's it, canyon or whatever beneath in, in the flashback obviously falling from the airplane will kill him i mean they're fucking only fighting naruto himself <laughs> like i don't like he, he's an edgy boy well say. that's the thing it's like one punch from that dude is like how strong must that be i feel like he could he could just break shiva's ankle if he just squeezed when he was like, it feels like, like you would fucking spin your head around your fucking shoulders like a, <laughs> like it's the exorcist anyways shiva makes the ultimate sacrifice and let's go and Chris says, no way, and reaches out to grab her hands. And, of course, the first time we did this, Nave did not press the button to grab my hand. And so he just falls out of the back of the plane, and it's game over. <laughs> game over. And then at that point, Nave well, disconnected. No, no, no. Right? It, it did, we went through this, like, three times, and I disconnected every time. Oh, yeah. So we I don't know what you. it is about that that one scene where Chev is falling. I disconnected every single time. And so because of that, I didn't get the what I was talking about before. Uh, I didn't get the achievement for beating the game because I'd have to beat the last level still. Damn. All right. So we land in a volcano, uh, surviving the crash somehow, I guess. Uh, Wesker is now full on. He looks like Nightmare from Soul Calibur. Mm -hmm. I've talked like, about this before. The but the safe in a video game or a movie, the safest place you could possibly be is in an aircraft while it's crashing. <laughs> except no one ever dies all those marines with uh master chief in the first game 
Just announce your name to everybody so you become a named character and you won't die. <laughs> it's true. So uh, this is where you get insta-death if you get hit by Wesker because you fall into the abyss of the volcano. Yeah, and he's doing this fucking... like you know, windmill. No, I'm, I'm like, he, you, uh, there's the, the Hawaiian people that do the fire dances, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, he's doing yeah. that with his fucking tentacle arms, like swinging them around. So stupid. Uh, this is where the infamous boulder, boulder punching happens because I run yeah. all the way to a point and I need to get you across to help me fight, but there's a boulder in the way and you're over there like struggling basically to pull yourself up and do one pull up. It's horrible. And I have to do this big complicated button combo of punching a boulder, like punching like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's Tekken. Yeah, pretty much do a full combo on this boulder till it just rolls over into the lava and you're able to jump across it. And all time Wesker's doing his like, I'm gonna swing my arms, and if you walk into me, it's not my fault. <laughs> like, maneuver, maneuver behind me. What is that? Bob's Burgers? Is that what the reference is? It's one of those. Uh, but you get over there, and this is where we fight him. And we didn't realize you could defeat him just by walking up behind him and grabbing him and putting him in a full Nelson and doing the uh, Goku Piccolo Raditz combo of uh, shoot him in the chest. And he's like, no, then I'll hit you. And he's like, oh, well, and, you know, shoots him anyways. So when Philip did this, Philip jumped on his back and Philip was like, shoot him in the chest, shoot him. And then I pull out the RPG (laughs) that I've been saving (laughs) and I blow them both up. And Philip goes into a down state right before the cutscene starts, right? Like I killed you right at the end. So stupid. Uh, then, you know, Wesker's all goopy. Uh, we see, was it Josh and Jill? Yeah, they, they fly in in a chopper. And they're like, Crash, get on! And this is, makes, this is the most incredible vertical leap I've ever seen in a 220-pound yeah. man. As he jumps <laughs> like this dude has springs feet. on the legs, dude. All the way up to this ladder. It's incredible. Uh, he climbs up. But as they're climbing, we the helicopter gets grabbed or the rope ladder. I can't remember. It gets grabbed yeah, by the Wesker's grabs it. Yeah. And then he starts yelling and, you know, seething like, not so fast, Chris. And then we have to take our rocket launchers and aim it down. And then Chris delivers a faithful quote of suck on this Wesker as he fires an RPG right into his face. <laughs> and then it. millions of women around the world orgasmed <laughs> simultaneously. Uh, we blow up Wesker in the volcano and fly away. Scene. Pretty good. And, and and it's literally like you fly into the sunset and the helicopter gets smaller and smaller and then the credits roll and it's like, ah, the music starts playing. <laughs> and it's like, oh God, this fucking game is uh, something. That's something. All right. And then there's the Lost and Nightmares equal, uh, DLC, which is the prequel story. I actually played this without you, Nave, because, uh, you know, you were too busy playing Hoggers. And it's really good. It, it, I think it's almost better than the main game. Damn it. Maybe we should have... Well, oh well. It's like an actual Resident Evil-like horror game. Like, it takes place in a spooky mansion, just like the first Ooh. game, and you're solving obtuse puzzles, such as putting golden revolvers in plaques on the wall and stuff like that. So, like Resident Evil Revelations. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. Then at the same time, uh, you like go down like a spooky basement and fight basically not pyramid head as he skulks around the dungeons looking for you oh i remember that now. it does a fucking borderlands intro for him no. <laughs> definitely not pyramid Head. <laughs> all right so that that covers the story and all my meat points aaron do you have any major meat points you wanted to raise or did i skip over any points in the chapters you want to highlight i think that was pretty much it i just i really like the part where, where chris 
Again, he really gives it to that boulder. He makes sweet, sweet sensual love to that boulder. It is a long scene. And, and, and if you're if you're cool enough like with your finger, you can actually get Shiva up without Chris's help. You can actually tap yourself up. And uh, that's it. That's it for me. I Philip made me do that every time. <laughs> it wouldn't let me jump across the boulder because I thought I had to jump across the boulder to help Sheva, but there was no prompt to jump. Maybe you just weren't looking hard enough. Oh, dude, I had old, you know, spinning blades of death behind me, so maybe I wasn't. <laughs> oh, we're speaking of this. Okay, so I want to talk about. Let's go to the final words. <laughs> I'm to go right. on another rant. The music plays, boop, 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 boop. and we're back. Resident Evil Five. I'll take these first final words, unless you want to highlight whatever you were saying before the break. No, I'm gonna go first. All right. Oh, okay. Now, so I, I've been talking about uh, Resident Evil Five a lot now, but I want to bring up. Resident Evil 6 again. This game gets so much fucking shit, alright? But this game is... I would say that Resident Evil 5 is even more loosey-goosey and bombastic than 6 is. And 6 is just very self-aware. I want to... So this... 6 has the same, like, kind of... Uh, the the aiming reticle is a, is a red dot, right? Yeah. Like, 6 does this as Laser. well. It, it came from 4, right? But six hasn't perhaps it perfected because at this point they have a long t- they've had a long time to be able to like fix this shit. In five, the aiming mechanic is doo doo butthole poo poo. I hate it. It's so bad, and it's emphasized by it's like it's like bold and italic and like in fifty seven size font on the fucking word document. It is a red dot site, and you're in Africa, and everything is like dark brownish reddish. Oh, yeah. Like it is like impossible to see where you're aiming at all fucking times. Get if they were going to do something like this, give us the option to make like a blue dot site. You know what I mean? Like something that we can actually like see on the environment that we're shooting at. I can't tell you how many times I was shooting at like a fucking emblem in the background, and I and Philip would stand there over my shoulder and be like, "You missed. You missed. <laughs> I'm the only one. Oh, you missed that one. rifle. <laughs> yeah, and he has the sniper rifle, and I am but stunned." baton guy um the game isn't all bad though um if you have somebody that you like playing with it's an incredibly fun time um if you do if you do play it i don't recommend like fucking powering it out because this game does get old very fast i would like you know extend it over a couple of days we beat it in like two days um but there's a lot of good shenanigans to be had there's a lot of ways to team kill your buddy you can turn friendly fire off but you can still put landmines down and like have them blow up next to your sniper friend and stuff like that or like whenever i see a red barrel and philip runs by it like the fucking imbecile that he is because he knows what i'm gonna do and then i shoot him i shoot him and he turns around and he's like oh Nave, why did you do that? My health bar. And I'm like, what happened? I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, there's no, there's still a bunch of goofy shit like that. And also this game does introduce, I'm pretty sure this is the game that introduces mercenaries mode and mercenaries road mode fucking rules. Um, I mean, even though every other iteration is a little bit better, but uh, this is the where it began, I'm pretty sure. And it doesn't really change past what is offered here. Um, if you if you want to get good Resident Evil co-op experience, Resident Evil 5 is a pretty good place to start. And it's only uphill from there whenever you get to 6 because there's a lot more different – there's a lot more content in 6. Um, it's a lot more of a full package, whereas in this game, you're just going to be replaying the main campaign. And the campaign that's there is generally fun. Um, we've been goofing on how nonsensical and stupid it is. It's Resident Evil. I get it. This whole series is nonsensical and stupid, and that's why we love it. I'm a Yakuza fanboy, so, I mean, I completely understand. I'm just being a goof-ass. I'm just being angry for for entertainment's sake. But um, it's going to be a recommend. 
a medium recommend from me. Go play six instead. Nice. What about you, Aaron? I'd say roughly about the same thing too. The game is very goofy and nonsensical and fucking dumb at times, but yeah, it's it's fun to play. And when you yeah, when you do finish the whole campaign and everything, and you do get the the mercenaries mode, that shit is very very replayable because there's all sorts of different unlockable characters and you can unlock, including Wesker. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Which you get to use as Naruto run in. Yep. Uh, the mercenaries mode it drains um, your health oh yeah. but you go so fast in the new in this newer version the uh remaster for uh xbox one and ps4 uh most of the characters are already unlocked so Ooh, you don't have to go through them. all the other stuff um you can play like rebecca chambers yeah. from resident evil zero and stuff like that it's really cool and everybody has their own unique loadout so they have different weapons and stuff like that so you get to play how you want oh yeah which we didn't talk about. You start out with uh, two skins unlocked, and you can unlock more as you play through the game. Uh, I You start out with Warriors, um, Chris, which is a reference to... Uh, Mad Max, called? probably. Yeah, it looks like Mad Max. And Business Shiva. <laughs> and, Who kind of looks like what's-her-name from, uh, from Resident Evil 4. Yeah. And it was funny because like you didn't even know that these were on, and then... Right after the first cutscene ended, it cut over to Warriors, Chris, Chris which doesn't have a shirt on. BDSM gear <laughs> with his titties out and everything. Chris's big voluptuous breastuses. And he I just started, he's too. got sunglasses and I'm just laughing because I did not That's expect so the camera to turn to that. I mean, there's not, a, for my final words, uh, I would say this game is definitely going to be recommended for me. There are better Resident Evil co-op experiences. I would even say like Revelations 2 or six even like me and Jana started a playthrough of Resident Evil 5 together as co-op and when I was playing it with her I was like man I wish we were just playing six or Revelations 2 at this point <laughs> like I don't know this one is definitely of its time which is that kind of weird 360 jank yeah which is you know it's a breath of fresh air it's sometimes fun, but it's also older I'd play six honestly can't beat can't right. beat six. Did Aaron finish his final words? I don't know. I think I ran him over. Did you have a did you say not recommend or recommend? No, I'd, I'd say recommend for sure. And then I was gonna add that uh with six you can't beat Jake's like hand to hand combat combo bullshit. That was that shit's pretty cool. Recommend. Dude, yeah. the the melee combat in six is just peak. I tried to melee combat the same in five and it just doesn't you work. Can't. No. You do get to combo with your friend with your teammate, but like it's only one each, and then that's over. And it, it you can turn Resident Evil Six into fucking Street Fighter, like it's ridiculous. <laughs> Resident Evil Six has a Dark Souls invasion mode where you can turn into the random normal zombies yes. and just harass people. And like, dude, and Resident Evil, so Resident Evil Six is co-op. Okay, I'm going on one for a second. It's two player co-op, just like this game, but there are multiple campaigns, and then all of the campaigns intersect with each other at some point. And so it turns into four player co-op boss battle mode where you don't communicate with the other two people. You're like playing with your other, with your buddy and your two other random people are like in their own universe doing their own thing. It's fucking awesome. It's really cool. All right. And with that, Aaron, once again, you're from the super pod saga. I want to thank you for coming out to gaming together. Indeed. Yeah, it was a fun time. I enjoyed being here. I'll definitely be here again sometime soon. Or not, yeah, soon. <laughs> Which, speaking of sometime soon, Nave, what are we playing next week? Uh, I think we're playing Hot Wheels next week. Yeah, we're playing Hot Wheels. 
Nice. I'm not looking forward to this one. Yeah, don't let Phillip's uh, downtrodden demeanor fool you. He loves this game. I love kart racers. This game is not sitting well with me. I'm going to play a lot more until we, you know, talk about it. <laughs> Probably more by myself than I will with you, co-op. But I don't know. I'm not not excited for this one. It'll be okay. You made me. You made me play some worse game. Hmm. I don't know about that. But thanks for joining us this week, co-partner. How about joining us next week as we can punch some boulders together? Come on, <laughs> Joe. Goodbye.